Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 315. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Offroad Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Yes, hello, hello. And a special guest, as Tony hinted at last week. Welcome back, Tony, or Tommy. Unbelievable. You did that last time. You did that last time. It's too similar. It's been three years, and you fucked up my name again. Like, it's you wonder why I haven't been on here in three years. It's Tom. Tommy, that's my name. Welcome back, Tommy. (laughs) You can criticize him all you want. Uh, he's, he does a better job than us. We have some yeah. we have some recordings of yeah, and and yeah, you should listen to their live read. Woo. Uh, but yeah, welcome back. Uh, good to have you. This is our sports podcast, and then tune into our happy hour pod right uh, after this. But uh, some good stuff to get to today. It's a uh, March Madness kickoff, and uh, we're going to talk about the NBA first. Yeah, uh, briefly here. Uh, not too much. The season's uh, it's nearing its end, but. I think the, the big story uh, right now is the Denver Nuggets have lost four straight. Nice. And this comes after a big controversy about uh, Nikola Jokic and another MVP possibly. And, you know, are we racist if we make him <laughs> the MVP again? Um, and it's just kind of crazy how that all that all worked out. And now they're, they're really struggling here. They had a big enough lead in first place there that they're, they're still still have a four-game lead over Memphis, I think. So uh, they're probably not going to end up losing that one seed, but... Are they uh, not as formidable now? Are they? Well, people are definitely are not the favorite, but they're saying he's stat padding too. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't agree with the stat padding thing, but the the MVP thing is interesting because when he got his other two MVPs, the team wasn't doing as well. So when you give a guy an MVP when his team isn't doing well, and then he comes back the next year and his stats are even better and his team's doing better, then what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to give it to somebody else. Yeah. Like, you kind of paint yourself in a corner. Give it to Ja Morant. <laughs> it's the MVP off the field. That's right. It yeah. wasn't his gun. Isn't that what he said? That was he said today. That's uh, I heard I it was a pass. I did that. He's see. He said something like that. He's uh, definitely learned like a lesson from it or something, and like regrets it and realizes like I how hope well so. He has yeah. I mean, but I think he just said it's his gun because now if it's not his gun, then it wasn't on the plane. It wasn't in the locker room. Then everything goes away, right? Mm-hmm. But. Uh, you can't really prove it was or wasn't his gun, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. He is suspended at least until he's welcome back, I think, next Monday at the earliest. It's a shame. He's a great player. They need he's, him, but I mean, they've still been playing okay without him. But yeah, yeah he's he's fun to watch, too. The kids they're love back, him. They're back in the two seed after uh, falling behind Sacramento, but... Yeah, they're currently down by 14 against the Grizzlies for what the... I mean, I'm sorry, oh, they sorry. are the Grizzlies against the Heat. <laughs> that is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, if he doesn't come back, then they have no chance. But I, oh, yeah, I don't know. Not. I, I think I, even with them, they don't really still have that great of a chance. I imagine he's just down in Florida with Samuel Jackson right now. And he's just like, <laughs> boy, get your shit together. You know, doing a Samuel L. Jackson voice. <laughs> just his regular <laughs> voice then? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see, somebody needs it. It's one of those things that everybody seems to see except for him, right? It's He's those, a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He probably has just bad influences around him. And I mean, the, they made a good point about how stressed out he probably is with trade deadlines and performance and all that kind of stuff, even though he's playing pretty well. But I'm sure that can impact a young kid out there and he needs a father figure in his life. 
Well, his well, dad's just a maniac on the sidelines himself. Isn't his, isn't his dad 39 years old? Did I hear yeah, correctly? Looks like it. I wouldn't be surprised. I think he might have been 39 when he was a rookie or something like okay. that, but I don't think he's 39 Crazy. Now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. His dad looks pretty young whenever you see his dad. Yeah, I know Like Lillard, Lillard uh, said something about how he doesn't like the way the NBA is and how obsessed it is with championships and that kind of stuff, which is it's like crushing these young players because you know only one team is going to win, and if you have like a run where you know the Warriors – win four in six years or whatever it was that lose a lot of losers out there. And I think it's a, uh, it's hard for him. Um, yeah. But that's, I mean, it's all about being the best. That's the yeah. whole goal. Yeah. But you could be not the best and still be a worthwhile person who has yeah, value in this world. Well, yeah. All of these people have a lot of money. Steven Adams is the wealthiest person in New Zealand shy of like <laughs> Taika Waititi that you have value for sure. You just yeah. might not have a ring. Yeah, but like that's what our our culture today is so obsessed with that that like everyone has to be made fun of if you don't win, which is like most people aren't going to win. That's just how it, that's how Let it works. Let people make fun of them. You're in the NBA. You get played paid a billion dollars to play a game. Yeah, yeah. Well, as a big Patrick Ewing fan, I, I hate this argument that the <laughs> that the, yeah. uh, the titles determine your worth because people talk about Patrick Ewing now like he was Theo Ratliff, like he was a halfway decent power forward. I love Patrick Ewing. And I, I mean, this guy is. He got most valuable player for sweating. No <laughs> one sweats. The garden's hot. It's <laughs> like hot in the garden, right? It's old lights. They're right in your face. That's it's, true. You know. <laughs> no one sweat better than him. No, good. Yeah. But that was enhanced, he sweat I think. Yeah. like Brendan Frazier in Bedazzled <laughs> when he was oh, the yeah. basketball player. That's a great scene. We're gonna go out there and give one hundred ten percent. It's such a good movie. It's a deep yeah, pull. Yeah. But look it up if you don't know what I'm talking. It's about. It's not really that deep of a pull anymore. But Brendan Frazier's trending. That's, oh yeah, that's true. Right? That's true. All right. Uh, do we want to move over to uh, college basketball? Yeah, I think that's the the, the big thing going on yeah, right this now. Is, this the, is the big basketball of the month. Move so, over uh, NBA. I think before we talk about the tournament, I just wanted to have a little minute on the conference tournaments there and and the committee and all this kind of bullshit. Um, UCLA won the Pac-12, did not win the tournament. Uh, one of their one of their better players uh, got hurt the last game of the regular season. And then another one of their starters got hurt before the championship game. And they did end up losing a game they were led most of the way to a top 10 team by one off of a like a, a three-pointer with 10 seconds left. And uh, very crushing. And I, I was upset that like in the record books, they're going to say Arizona was, was the title winner when it's like, no, UCLA won the conference. They won it by four games. Um, they should be recognized. Um, but what was very disappointing about that was – before that game even happened, the uh, ESPN bracket expert, Joe Lenardi, basically said UCLA doesn't have a chance at a one seed, despite the fact that they had a chance of being the number one team in the rankings. But the committee decides that if you have injured players, they're going to hold it against you. And I think that's nonsense. So um, he was right. UCLA did end up with the two seed. But I don't know. Do you think that's that's the right way to do it? Well, no, but also their two seed – is in my opinion, is they have a more difficult road than Arizona. Yeah, they have, they they have, have to play Gonzaga, who's maybe the best team. Like, yeah, they have like Gonzaga, Gonzaga and they have Kansas in there, while uh, Arizona's got like Alabama, who is the true number one, so that'll be difficult. But then they also have Baylor, which you know is like a 10-loss team this year. Nothing been shaky this year. Yeah, they have. Yeah. So nothing too special out of them. And then Virginia's the four, and a lot of experts I've listened to think Furman is going to cover the five points against Virginia, which means if you think that, then you think they have a good chance to win the game because five points is, you know, less than two possessions. Sometimes. But I, I think what Virginia was, either wins or goes out in the first round, right? And that's yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
There is no in between with them. I think what was proven um, with the bracket here was that the committee does ignore the results of Friday and Saturday in the conference tournaments. Because, yeah, Virginia lost their game against Duke, and Duke didn't get rewarded at all. Um, Kansas lost their title game. They got they got killed in their title game. It didn't hurt them. Um, and it, and then who was the other one? Um, Houston lost their title game, too, and they kept their one seed. Um, so it, well, to, to your point that, I mean, uh, Kansas, everybody kind of gave Kansas a pass because Bill Self wasn't there. Right, but then they right. didn't give UCLA a pass when their yeah. players weren't there. So yeah, yeah, I guess that's a good point. Now, at the end of the day, um, if you want to win, you're going to have to beat good teams, no matter what bracket you're in. Yep. So just take care of business. But um, I, I do think it's it's kind of crazy. Like it doesn't it doesn't work that way in um, football. Can you imagine if like a, a top tier team went undefeated and then like their left tackle got hurt and it was like expected to miss the game? They're like, well, we can't put him in the title. We can't put him in the playoff now. They don't have their left tackle. Like that's ridiculous. Like that's that's never happened. So um, I don't I don't like the way they do that. But have you guys like filled out any brackets or anything? Or I'll probably do it tonight after the Arizona State. You know, I mean, if Arizona State wins, you got to pick them. But yeah. you don't want you don't want to pick them if the other. I was seed wins listening to something that said like since they started doing uh, like the whole playing games, I think they said it was like been like I forget how like when they started it, but I think it's been at least ten years. I think that I think maybe. they said like twenty eleven or actually or something like that, but. Uh, they said it's like a certain percentage of the time, like 80% of the time or something that a play-in team has actually gone to the final 32. So it's very, you know, people, really? I think, yeah, they, they set up their brackets early and I think they forget like yeah, these play-in teams. I think they said well, when they did, got, they did switch to, it used to be the play-in games were all the 16, 15, 16 seeds. And now they are six seeds, 11, like they're decent teams now. They're yeah. not all small schools, mid-major schools. Like right now, it's Nevada, Arizona State. Those are two big programs. Yeah, and I think I think it was UCLA was a uh, <clears throat> one of the playing teams when they got to like I want I almost want to say it was the final four. It was yeah, two years ago, UCLA had to beat Michigan State, and so that's another great yeah. historical program in the playing game. And then they ended up making a run all the way to the final four. So well, that's right. I forgot they were the playing. Well, they lost game. at half court to uh, Jalen Suggs and Gonzaga, yeah. <laughs> who then would go on to lose to Baylor, I believe. If my memory serves correct, I think, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. There's a who. Who what about you guys? Who do you guys? Uh, feel, yeah, let's let's start with to, this. Uh, the the South bracket. You like Charleston? Remember Charleston had a good had a good little run. I think they'd won like thirty in a row, like across two seasons or something like that. Um, Charleston's made some noise in the tournament before. Yeah, yeah. I think they're they're definitely a live underdog to be able to upset San Diego. So State. They're playing San Diego State. We've San Diego State. Like I mean, I, you know, I'm not that impressed with San Diego State. Oh, yeah, me either. I've done I've done two brackets. I think one of my brackets I did actually have College of Charleston moving on to the second round. It's just one of those teams that it's a mid major team that's had some success in the tournament before, and they're playing a, a bigger team that. I guess they. I, it seems like San Diego State doesn't really perform that well in the tournament. I forget what they did when they had Kawhi, but I think they. But they don't I mean, seem they to do too much. In the country at one point that year. That not with Kawhi. That oh, was, really? That was a different year where they. Yeah, they were like undefeated that year for most of the season. I think. That was when they had the old guy, fit the guy that coached the Fab Five, right? Yeah. Yeah, Steve Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah was, uh, well, yeah. I mean, that's he. He's the guy who brought legitimacy to that program, right? Oh, I yeah. Mean, or at least in recent <clears throat> years. Yeah, but they've still been, you know, San Diego State is, you know, you know, they're still always in there, though. They're still always a pretty solid team. 
You're saying we don't like Baylor. Do we like UCSB to actually uh, maybe, I, maybe? I don't know if I like UCSB to upset Baylor in the first round, but I don't think I like. Honestly, I think. UCSB is that guy who's my least favorite player in the entire world. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we watched the game against Fullerton last week or on a Saturday, <laughs> and it was just pretty funny. These guys looked like they were, like, it looked like USB brought out like their Pike frat out there to play the yeah. game or something. <laughs> well, as but, a Big West guy, I'm extremely disappointed that Long Beach uh, had such a bad season no. this year. Oh, so. yeah. Supposed to do. I'm. I'm a big. Uh, I'm ready to get rid of Monson as a coach. He's been there twenty some odd years. We made two tournaments. I mean, we're Long Beach. Like yeah. we. You would think we, they'd bring it, right? Snoop I mean, Dogg needs them to bring it. Oh, and I'm telling you, it was a talented team. It won the conference last year, lost in the tournament to Fullerton, which was shocking and horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so had everybody coming back into this year, except for maybe one senior, finished middle of the pack, and then got bounced in the first round by the Northridge. I think who was below five hundred. So. Just a bitterly disappointing year for uh, for me, who is delusional enough to think that my team is going to get to the, the tournament every year and, and maybe has a chance to win a game. But yeah, it's just uh, not not a, not a fun year. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't like. I just don't like seeing Santa Barbara in there. I don't know. It seems weird. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what I have against them, but I'd rather just see somewhere closer. Like I, you know, Long Beach, I'm okay with. I enjoy yeah. seeing like Fullerton, Fullerton or Irvine because what was it you like? See Irvine's always Irvine weird. had a run there with they yeah, had that big yeah, guy, yeah, the they seven foot two guy, right? Which yeah, is they got weird, the Sweet Sixteen like you, one year. You wouldn't expect that. Yeah. Is that did, didn't they get a win? Did they get a win? I think they got they to got the two. Sweet Sixteen. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, I remember that. It was like two years ago, right? Something like that. It was before COVID. It was the Zion year. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Is that who knocked him out was Duke? No, but I just remember that. It's a shame he retired from basketball. I think (laughs) think he would have been fun to watch. You know, I don't know (laughs) what he's doing. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly where he went with it, with with his talents, but I mean, it would have been nice to see him in the NBA. I think he's doing Mountain Duke commercials. Okay, good for him. Good for him. I mean, he was exciting to see in college. It's just a shame he decided to give it up. Weird. (laughs) So about Arizona Princeton. Do you think Princeton has a chance? Would that oh, be they're fun? going all the way. No, I no. don't think Princeton has a chance. I think Arizona's got that at one easily. Yeah. I think the, the team that I think, you know, in that, was that the South? Yeah. That could be a little bit of a, that can make a good run is Creighton. I'm, I've am i seen some Creighton games there. I think Creighton, they could easily yeah. get past And get Doug Taylor. McDermott back? Hey, his dad's still coaching. They got a McDermott there. <laughs> Dougie Buckets. I mean, Creighton could beat North Carolina State and beat Baylor. Or they could lose in that first round, right? Like that's the that's yeah. the tournament. That's the fun part, right? Yep. Like, that's the thing. We could, happen. we could talk about this all we want, and then all of a sudden a team like Furman's gonna be in the Elite Eight and we're gonna be like, Well, this is yeah. why we don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is Furman? Right? <laughs> They're a team that a lot of people think can take out Virginia tomorrow or on Friday, whenever they play them. Are they South Carolina? Is that South Carolina? Oh, I have no I, idea where I Furman think is. So. Yeah. I think it is, right? My sister lives in South Carolina now, so I should know this. I know Charleston's in South Carolina. Puerto but, yeah. <laughs> that's a little bit easier. Yeah. So we got in the, we got in the East. We got um, Purdue as the one and Marquette as the two. Yeah. So uh, I think there's some buzz around Marquette. They're playing Vermont in the first round. That's that's oh, fun. Wow. Vermont. Vermont should get by that. Vermont's one. always one of those random teams that's always in it too. Is like a 15 or like 13 seed, and yeah. sometimes does get that first round win. I believe they're the they're the Patriot League, right? Yeah, yeah that sounds the, right. The Northeast. Uh, yeah, they're up with like Binghamton. Marquette's hot right now. There's been some people that are buzzing yeah. about Marquette. And I think Marquette has like a solid path to get to the Elite Eight because if they beat Vermont, then they play Michigan State or USC, which is beatable. And then they would play either like most likely Kansas State or Kentucky or Providence. So, I mean, they could really – Nobody jumps out as too tough in that Yeah, in that exactly. Group. Well, I mean, yeah, Kentucky like returned a lot of players from last year's team, which was – there were two, but they just haven't been the same. 
So I don't know what's going on there. And Tennessee's hurt their point guards out for the, the whole tournament. Tennessee I'm sure. has very good um, like computer ratings, like the when they do the the numbers on there. Yeah, um, yeah. But I heard some. I I was watching something on ESPN the other day, and they were talking about that. Who's that? Who are they playing? Louisville. Uh, what is that? UL? Louisiana Lafayette. Louisiana Lafayette. Somebody said that Lafayette. Put your money on Lafayette because they actually got senior guards and they got a good team and yeah. they're a lot better than people think. And I've heard that too because Tennessee's missing their point guard, and I was listening yeah. to something that said it forces it so their best shooter, the Santiago guy, I forget what his last name is, but he's like Santiago something. He's some you know Argentinian or something like that, and he uh, is their best spot up shooter and everything. But they said because their point guards out that he actually has to like start running it, which they said will take away like more like open the looks. Get the ball where he wants, right? Louisiana yeah. opened up, I think, as like 14-point dogs, and I think it's already down to like 11 or something like that. So there definitely has been some money coming in on them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, people think they can make some noise. And like I said, they would play the – the winner of this game plays the winner of the Duke-Oral Roberts game, and there's been some buzz that people think uh, Oral Roberts can pull the upset. Oral Roberts is uh, only a six-point underdog, and they went 30-4 and four this year. And uh, like we were talking uh, – earlier today in the pre-show is that Oral Roberts was just in like the elite eight or something, you know, just a few years back. So, well, and I just think, you know, the way college basketball is now guys don't stick around. They play one year and they're done. Like it's not that unforeseeable for a a mid-major team with a bunch of seniors to come in there Mm -hmm. and win a couple games because they played together a lot. You know, I mean, good athletes are great athletes are great athletes. That's fine. But, you know, you get a group of guys. That's why you see Butler making these runs. You see these teams that didn't used to make runs make runs. Like why people even think Oral Roberts can beat Duke is because, well, Oral Roberts probably has four seniors and guys that have played 78 college games. And Duke has a couple guys who are ranked number one and have played 12 college games in their career, right? So yeah, it's just the landscape's <clears throat> different, you know? It's just you're playing athletics against teams, right? And that's I guess that's always been the fun of the tournament is to see if – if that wins out, and sometimes it does, the, generally by the end of the tournament, the bigger teams, the bigger programs are still standing. But, you know, in these earlier rounds, when you get teams that, oh, I'm playing Oral Roberts, who the hell are they? You know, yeah. I think they get a little cocky, and those those teams are good. They're, they're not bad teams anymore. Yeah, no, 100%. It's true, and uh, you, you do see it a lot. I mean, that was when um, I've seen it uh, recently when, like, uh, they were been posting it about when uh, Lehigh beat Duke. Yeah. And they were a team that had, like, more seniors and then McCollum was on it and stuff. And McCollum hadn't even gotten to showcase himself to the world yet because here he was playing for Lehigh. And he even said before the game, he said when they were warming up, he said these Duke guys that had like Austin rivers, the the Plumleys, Quinn cook, he said they were all talking. He said like crazy shit to them and stuff like that. And he said at the warmup lines and he was just like, it fueled him because he's like, I know I can play with these guys. And sure enough, you know, we come to find out that McCollum, yeah. Was the best player on that court yeah, by real, far. Real all star team there, the Plum Place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, and Duke in college it was though at the time. Well, I I had a friend who went to Lehigh actually, so I I've been to on the campus of Lehigh uh, mm-hmm. several times. My friend's name Kostic. He sucks. No, no, <laughs> no, it's just no sequitur there. But um, yeah, I got beat up there one night uh, oh. at a party at his house. Yeah, uh, people were arm wrestling, which is always a recipe for disaster. Oh, yeah, you're at a party I, where people, not me, oh, yeah. I wasn't arm wrestling. 
That gets the testosterone going. Yes. And then, and it just, everything happened. People were rolling around. It was just a a big, huge brawl in the Sounds like Roadhouse. Yeah. But it's an engineering school. You would think if if you're going to be safe for a weekend, you'd go to an engineering school, have some beers, everything will be fine. No, I got my ass kicked. engineer like an exoskeleton to make their arms stronger. (laughs) Yeah. They're using props. You know, they must use some kind of nerve agent on me or something and uh, (laughs) subdued me. But yeah, you know, I went to some stupid Ivy League party for the weekend, got my ass kicked. Like that wasn't, (laughs) that wasn't in the plans at all. All. <laughs> Came here to yeah. drink some beer and kick some ass. Yeah, and arm I thought it was a bunch of nerds. I thought it was a bunch of nerds hanging out. It looked wrong, wrong. <laughs> yeah, those are the, those are the guys you got to watch out for. That's right. That's, that's how they get you. That's how they suck you in. <laughs> but arm wrestling again. If you're, I can't stress this enough. If you're at a house party situation and people start arm wrestling. Get your coat and, and get out of there. Out that <laughs> get out of there. Is that yeah. when you know that the table's turning at that point, huh? Yes. Nothing good happens. It's gonna, it's gonna soon enough. It's gonna escalate to uh, Dana White's slap down. Yeah, slap league. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. slap league. Yeah, that is something else. <laughs> I have not watched any of the slap league. I I've don't just want seen, to. No, I don't want to. I don't want to commit to it. But I, well, I, it's amazing to me that you can knock somebody out with a slap like that. Well, I wouldn't have thought that was possible. It's also crazy too, because like, I think we were talking about it before. I, I don't know if I was talking about it with Andy or somebody else, but there's a massive advantage for whoever gets to go first because yeah, yes, that might right, be it. Yeah. <laughs> do they flip a coin? Do they rock Stain paper damage. scissor? How do they, how it'd do be, they determine? It'd be one thing if they could just, if they slapped on the count of three at the same time. Or do like the Rocky, yeah, the Rocky punch. And they both yeah. connect at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Or stepbrothers. Yeah. And they yeah, both yeah, yeah. knock each they other out. Go. But uh, yeah, I just, I honestly, until seeing the clips of people just getting knocked out, I, I would not have thought that a slap across the face could. I don't get who wants to sit in the crowd with like a bucket of popcorn and watch it like, oh yeah, this is my shit. Yeah. How many rounds does it go? Is it normally go like four or five? Is it no, like, like two. One? That's, that's, yeah. why, that's like, why it's such an advantage. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's probably all like masons and plumbers out there with those yeah. giant catcher's big hands, exactly. right? They're just whacking guys. Nerve they're, damage they're all, already to begin with all pounds. over their body. Five yeah. foot nine guys. Yeah, yeah, right. They're they're like their fa- their hand takes up your whole face, yeah. right? So they just wham, right? And I- is their face covered in the baby powder, or is that from the hand making its imprint <laughs> on their face, leaving the baby powder behind? What yeah, is the just- baby powder for? <sighs> why do you need Why do you need your hands to be dry? Would Would a wet hand be less probably effective? off the face quicker? Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Yes, that's probably true. So you're talcum hand would yeah. stick on yeah. there lights out right exactly okay so okay. They, they've thought about this they, yeah good to know good to know <laughs> does johnson and johnson are they like one of the sponsors oh i'm that, sure like, yeah you know what it was probably these engineers at your arm wrestling <laughs> yeah, party yeah, that I, they developed this and sold it i would data. not put it past them yeah. honestly at that point <laughs> arm wrestling's for wimps slapping's where it's at <laughs> slapping is the only true test there's of a, man, a russian right? version of roadhouse where it's are ar- the slapping and they're like that movie's so much hard more hardcore <laughs> yes i will say though a slap is insanely disrespectful and in, in a non sanctioned slap fighting tournament like if somebody just that's came up usually how you challenge you. them to a yes, duel that would be an invitation <laughs> to fight right but hey, i don't it's know a big part of our culture now you know yeah but Something I mean, like back year. in the day with the gloves, they just whack. Yeah. Like, you know, I challenge you, snap. It happened in uh, 1923, a TV show. Yeah. On, a, on the boat, going back to London, he challenges him to a duel. Really? Well, I'm from, I, I lived in, in real life. Let's I lived in Weehawken where Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton had their famous. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, right. It was like right at the uh, the base of the street that I lived in. There's a little memorial to it and all that kind of stuff. Very Is there a memorial on it? It's just a statue, a commemorative oh, statue. I'm sure there, there's got to be so much people fucking singing all day now. 
because <laughs> it's goddamn musical. <laughs> well, yes, yeah. The, the, everybody loves Hamlet. So it probably is yeah. what, a place that people go for selfies and stuff. Now. Yeah, I'm sure. Because it was like one of those things where if you didn't know it was there, like you would never know it was there. But then, yeah, local trivia. But yeah, yeah. Now it's like fucking yeah, like Manuel Miranda ruined it for everyone. That's one of Weehawken's claim to fame. Other than me living there for yeah, several yeah, years, yeah. one a- of the claims H-T-V. to fame. 72 Fulton Street and uh, 118 Parkview. Those were the two places I lived out there. I still remember those. Uh, good times. Good times out there. <laughs> and then uh, Aaron Burr being killed, obviously, which was not, probably not the best time, but, you know, put us on the map, I guess. Yeah. Well, one more matchup in this bracket, which uh, people are thinking is going to be one of the better games of the of the weekend here or the week, first round. Uh, Memphis, Florida Atlantic. So Florida Atlantic had a great season, only three losses. Memphis won their tournament. They got Penny Hardaway coaching. So it's, and they uh, won their tournament fun. by beating number one Houston yeah. by pretty handedly. Also, yeah. like they beat them pretty good. Like definitely. And the game before that, where they played them just a week prior, they only lost by two points, and it was a buzzer beater. So Memphis played Houston tough, and that's another reason why I'm not too sure how high I am about Houston winning at all because they only played a top twenty-five team twice this year and went one and one. And I know they're the favorite to win the tournament, but I don't know. I think it's you know I think strength of schedule is a big a big thing. And I still I, have a, I still have a hard time with like when the Southern schools are favored to win this, like Alabama yeah. or Houston. I still yeah, like, no, I agree with that. It, it does seem like even though I have Alabama winning one of my brackets, but that's solely based off of their the bracket they're in. Like I think yeah, they just have the yeah. easier road. Like I'll almost the, always take a Big Ten or Big Twelve team. Right? Yeah, over one of those type. Oh of yeah, teams. ACC. What? Yeah, know, yeah. I mean, somebody ACC like that was the best conference this year, and it just works out that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have. It's just funny seeing Alabama number one overall when their football team didn't even make the playoffs this year. <laughs> like, Weird. Right? Backwards here. Up is down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, one of the upsets over here in the Midwest, so the Midwest bracket yeah. is uh, that a lot of people are big on is Drake uh, being a 12 seed over number five, Miami, Florida. Drake is only a two-point dog. I think Drake yeah. can do whatever he wants. He's fantastic. Oh, so yeah. if, he, <laughs> if he is going to go out there and win this game, I think he can. I think yeah. he can do it. Hey. I think he's got the, the gumption, agree. and I think he's got the talent, and uh, there's yeah. nothing the guy can't do. Oh, I, I, I agree. No, it's definitely, and I think that's probably one of <laughs> the reasons against why. Miami, it's Miami. That's Come on. He's, he rules Miami, yeah, right? He crushes Miami. It's right? Toronto, so, then Miami. Yeah, come on. That's yeah, Miami's no. nothing for this guy. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Drake is uh, what I, I imagine, and Drake's a big gambler too. I wouldn't be surprised yes. if he's just putting money on he them solely based yeah. off the Drake, name. You have to bet on Drake if you're Drake. Absolutely. You can't bet yeah. against hundred percent. Listen, his whole life he hasn't been betting against Drake. He's yeah. going to start now. I mean, come on, that's uh, yeah, that's no way. hundred percent true. <laughs> and I, uh, so I have Drake actually. I think in one of my brackets going all the way to the Sweet Sixteen. So I'm like, why the hell not? Because they've said there's over always the, a twelve seed. That that, that's it, what yeah. they was going to okay. say. There's yeah. like an. I think they said 12 seeds like have uh, like in the last since 2018 I think a 12 seed at least one 12 seed has advanced like something ridiculous like yeah. 83% of the time or something we get it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like 22 of 27 years or something something yeah. weird like that there's been one And I think this is the one where I think this is I'm just going to guess it off the top of my head that this is the lowest spread for a 12 versus 5 because Drake is only a 2 point dog and yeah. You got it. That's that's the oh, Miami was Miami final something. eight last year. They go final four or final eight last year. Who Miami? They oh, played. Shit. I remember they played Auburn. They, they beat Auburn. I think they beat the one. Yeah, they, I had them. Yeah. I, I won a pool last year because I had Smith, Kansas, you know. but I had Miami well, going as far as they went, and that oh, really Miami might have gone to the yeah, final they, four they last knocked, year. Actually. They knocked out Jabari Smith, and that was a precursor to his NBA career. I guess <laughs> hasn't worked out yet. Not yet. Um, although his team has beaten the Lakers, as, as you said. Oh, shut before. up, Andy. Uh, 
But AD's um, out. So is this load management tonight for AD or is this an is, actual injury? It's back for to AD? back. No one will Oh, okay. Yeah. Back. God forbid. What is he, 27, 28? Yeah, he just turned 30. Back, I think. Right? I mean, just turned God. 30. Tommy, do you ever work back to back days? Oh, my God. All I do is work back to back days. <laughs> <laughs> of bitches. No, That's all I know. No load management for Tommy. Tommy's no load like, management. Sprained ankles. It doesn't matter. I'm out there. I'm out there every night. All right. So I was you like, we got in a fight the night before. We're going to need yeah. you back here tomorrow yeah, so morning. I, by the way, that is, a, I got punched in the face there during COVID. Remember that? I worked the oh, next yeah. day. Wow. I, all, I all banged I up. Think, yeah, yeah, I yeah, do yeah. remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Tommy's so got I'm the hockey mentality in him. We'll go right, right back out there. No load management here, buddy. Put a little ice on me in the in the locker room, and I'll be right back. I did. I actually had – I don't know if you know what these things are, but they're like an end swell, they call them, like boxing. They, they, it's a piece of metal that they put on the boxer's face when it, when it swells up. Oh, yeah. Up. Put some Vaseline oh, yeah. over it. Yeah, yeah. Too. Like a little bit of Vaseline on there. So I – at work, I had – not one of those things, but that type of thing. And I just had it in the ice the whole time that I was working. That was the ice that I was making drinks out of, by the way. Yeah. And, and then periodically the I would just take it out and put it on my eye for like 10 minutes during my shift and make drinks with one hand yeah. and then stick it back in the ice. <laughs> and uh, it, it worked like a charm. Like it really, my eye, my swelling was gone in like two or three days. So, Very but good. the emotional pain still, yeah. still oh, lingers. Yeah. Still lingers from that. <laughs> He's challenged him to a rematch ever since. God no, I've never, I've never seen him. I haven't seen him before since. But uh, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, one of those I, I, I'm retired. I'm would, retired from fighting. So, is it one of those situations where you'd immediately recognize that guy if he walked back in? No, I would not. Yeah, I would I never. So. I, here's the thing with me. I have the worst memory with faces, like people's faces. And I, I think it's just because working at the bar, I see a, a oh, thousand yeah. people a day and I pretend that I know everybody mm. and I, I don't know half these people. Uh, so no, like I would never, that's the thing. Like I, he literally punched me in the face and we got into a, a physical altercation. And if he walked in that door right now, yeah. I would not know. I would have no idea who it was. You guys got pretty intimate too. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so he can get the drop on me, I guess. So if he wanted a rematch, she could just come up and punch me in the face again. And I'd be like, who the hell was that guy? Well, Tom, Tommy, it's it's wonderful you brought it up because he's actually at the door. <laughs> yes. All right, well I'm so out of here. Come on in, Mark. Yes. We oh tracked him down. I still have my ice, uh, my end swell, so I'll be all right. Get that anvil. <laughs> yeah, stupid AD. Get out there. <laughs> Last week it? on the pod, I said he should be wearing a face mask, and then literally gets punched in the face and starts yeah. bleeding out of his out his nose. <laughs> he just he frustrates me. I mean, I'm not even a Laker fan. I'm a Knicks fan, which is frustrating enough for everyone. But well, congratulations of late. Well, yes, this, Thibodeau's a great coach. That's that's the thing with the Knicks because they're a regular season team. They're he looks not going, very they're not going New York to play too. Us. What's up? He looks very New York. Yes, and he well, that's again kind of what we were talking about. Like Knicks fans want guys out there every night. They want defense every night. They want guys playing hard every night. So that's what he has. They play hard every night, which is why they're the four seed because they win a lot of games. I think they're probably actually a six seed talent wise in in this division, but. You know, you get you pick up these games against Houston on a Wednesday night that other teams don't feel like playing, you know, where they rest all their players. Thibodeau has our guys playing. The Knicks just need a superstar. We got all the other pieces. We just need a number one. Like, Julius Randle's a nice player. Brunson's been fantastic. Yep. But we still need the, the main guy, and we don't have that guy. So, Anthony Davis, I'm sure the Knicks will trade for, and then I'll just – Maybe a pickup Zion. Oh, Zion. Oh, well, I'm just, listen, if, if Zion wants to come back to basketball, the Knicks would love to have him. I don't know – what is he on cruise ships now? I don't know what he's doing, but if we yeah, could lure him away from what he's doing, I'm, the Knicks would be happy to have him. Yeah, he needs an exoskeleton. Oh my gosh! Right? Yeah. But you know, all right. This is the thing. It all comes back to one thing: the one and done ruin basketball. 
Like, because you can't go from high school playing 30 games, you play one season in college where you play 30 games, and then you go to the, the NBA against grown men and try to play 100 games. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Like, look at all these guys. All the ball brothers never play. All these rookies, all these guys who come out of the draft, they never – they play 50 games a year, 40 games a year. They break their ankles. They break their knees. It's like their body's just not ready. They These guys got to stay in school longer or make the college schedule longer. Do something, but – the, the I, jump I, seems to kill these guys. I thought I also read that they're getting just their bodies kind of destroyed at an early age from, you know, AAU and all that kind yeah, of stuff too, sense. where yeah, it's yeah. like you're a junior professional not getting paid, paying a lot of money to pay, uh, play there. Yeah. And you're just kind of killing your, your body. Yeah, that's the theory with the balls is that um, their dad is like really good at his, his job of preparing his uh, yeah. his kids for making the NBA, but he basically I beat heard- them to shit. He yeah, almost so. got their uh, gardener on a professional scholarship. <laughs> yeah. He got he whipped him into shape too. Yeah, he was. I mean, for all the nonsense, he got both of those kids drafted where they wanted. I mean, Lonzo looked good until he got hurt. I mean, Lamelo looks good too, but they, yeah, they just can't stay. They can't stay healthy. But ugly, ugly shot, but if it goes in, if it goes in, it goes in. Sean yeah, Marion to tinker with everything. Yeah, See, Sean Marion was a pitches, pest. right? They, they have ugly, ugly, you know, releases and stuff like that. Just let them, just let them do their thing. Yeah. And he got to the pros. Why are you going to fix him when he gets to the pros? Yeah. Like, that's a big You're difference. on high-definition TVs. Yeah. It's ugly to watch. But like I was complaining <laughs> about Sean Marion because – Oh, the Matrix. I mean, he also is the ugliest person on, on the court or in the world, <laughs> that's really. That's subjective. And then his uh, shot, <laughs> it didn't make sense of like how it had arc. It looked like it should be going straight down, to the floor. Down to yeah. the – yeah, down to the – he shot down at the rim, It was right? a carnival act. Like, yeah. How did you do this? Do you remember Duckworth, the center for, for uh, the Bullets back in the day when they no. were the Bullets? All right. Kevin Duckworth. They put Portland for a long time too. All right. Uh, same play with Michael Jordan. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm old. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Your dad <laughs> probably watched them. Uh, yeah. When me and your dad were watching, uh, Duckworth was the same thing. He had like a little baby hook that was literally like down at the basket, you know. So it was just a weird, weird. Defies gravity. But it was effective. Yeah. I mean, you know. I always said that the TV, you know, TNT should cut to black. Whenever like Sean Marion had the ball, <laughs> do us all dunk, a the favor. Athlete, the athleticism you didn't like? Oh, uh, mean, he was a phenomenal athlete. Yeah. Just god awful looking and <laughs> shot. <laughs> well, I liked him. I thought he was good. So we're talking about college basketball. <laughs> yeah, college hoops. I'm sorry, I derailed us on that on that one. There, I forget. So, so back to the Midwest bracket. <laughs> yes, the Midwest bracket. They should have called this the Texas bracket because we got Houston at number one and Texas at two. Yeah. But in, in addition to that, Texas A&M at seven, which would set up a which, Texas and Texas A&M. Which I think has a good chance to happen in the second round. But Penn State's a, a solid team. Yeah, they had a good run in that uh, I tournament. Don't, I don't think Colgate will upset Texas. but I really like Colgate. Again, I saw some guy talking about him, and now it's now I'm now I'm into Colgate. So the thing with Colgate is they did uh, lead the brush guy. They yeah, led the country. <laughs> they led the country in three point percentage. <laughs> well, and they got. I think they've been to the tournament like twice or three times in this with this group of players. And they got a big man who scores like 18 a night or whatever, and he plays down low, and people don't know what to do well, with Well, that's what they say. I think they've got like five guys. They can play like five wide. Like all five yeah. guys can hit threes. And yeah. they did lead the country with like I think like 41% or 42% team three-point percentage, which is and Texas insane. Is a, Texas is a little shaky, right? I mean, they're, they're on their second coach, right? I yeah, mean, but they did just win the their, their Big 12 tournament, and they beat Kansas by like 20. True. And the Big 12 was brutal this year. So yeah, that, a, that does mean something winning, yeah, that, so winning I think, that conference. Yeah, so I think Texas will – 
be able to hold their own. We'll What's see. the lineup? You know the line on that one, Tony? What's the line on that? Uh, one? The line, I believe, is like ten or eleven. It's it was somewhere around there. We'll have it uh, right here. They are Texas is favored by thirteen and a half. Thirteen and a half. Right. Well, I like Colgate. I like Colgate in the points on that one. Even though I've never seen them play, I've only seen one guy talk about them. I, uh, that's my. But that was enough. That was that enough. was enough. He was on TV. Yeah. <laughs> they don't put him on TV if he doesn't know what he's talking about, right? That's true. <laughs> no, yeah, Colgate can. Uh, that that could be a, that could be a tough matchup for him. And I think if Texas gets back to Coldgate, then they got Penn State A and M, which I think will be, you know. Well, tough, I mean, but... listen, if you can beat Texas, there's no reason you can't beat Penn State or Texas A and M, right? Yeah, but, true. It's not oh, really. True. I know A plus B. You can't really do that. You can't do the the tournament math, but. But you know, I mean, what are they? 15, 15's tough. St. Peter's did it last run. year. Yeah, that yeah, was it last to. year, right? And yep. Another team I like in here, the three seed is Xavier. I watched a few Xavier games. They can yeah. score, and they've got actually a pretty, I think, I like almost Xavier. easier than Texas in the first few rounds because they got Kensaw State, which is their first time ever in the tournament. Yeah, well, yeah. And then they play that? the winner of Tennessee, Iowa State Pittsburgh. And I think that's doable. I mean, mountains or something like that. Yeah, I think that's in Tennessee. But yeah, I like Xavier. Tough team always plays good D. Like you know. Former Big East team, maybe they're still in the Big East. I don't know, but uh, no, they're yeah, they are in the Big East still. They're, they're, I don't they're even with know the Big East anymore. They're with Marquette and UConn. Mm. Yeah, Kennesaw State's head coach is Amir Abdur Rahim, the brother of Sharif oh, Abdur Rahim. Yeah, okay, how about that? All right, I think Amir Rahim was he the one that I think was might have been on like the Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes podcast recently. Maybe that makes sense. Was he a really good shooter? I it didn't look like he played in the NBA. Oh well, one of the maybe it was his brother. He then. played one season at Garden City Community College. Okay, so then nice. never mind. I'm thinking of his brother. <laughs> he played for the Bullets. <laughs> well, Sharif yeah. was a Sharif was a heck of a player. Yeah, he was a really nice. Well, player. one of them, whichever one that was on the, their podcast recently, had like severe like either ADD or like the. No, something where it was like he had to just like be a perfectionist with his shooting and that's what made him actually like oh, OCD really yeah yeah oh, oh no you're, are you talking about uh, Mahmoud uh, Abdul Abdul Rauf yeah. oh, that's, that's, that's the guy yeah yep. alright Chris Jackson that's the former, uh, former yeah. Atlanta guy right yes oh, yeah. LSU he's a yeah. Muslim but he was a yeah. Muslim before it was trendy like he's an actual Muslim yeah like um, yeah he got in he got a lot of shit for that when he was playing um, which you know he couldn't he also had a thing where he, what is it women aren't allowed to touch you or something like that so he would do a thing where he would like wrap his jacket around him when he yeah, was I running into the, the like down the sex. tunnel or whatever so nobody could touch him yeah he was a fantastic basketball player like fantastic guard quickest guy ever with the ball like Iverson and him probably same speed with the with the basketball and yeah but I didn't realize he was coaching though that's but yeah he could stroke it if he was playing now he, this this is the kind of league that he should be playing in he played in the 90s when they could just throw him into the third row if he hit like too many shots in a row. But yeah, he'd, he'd be pretty effective in this, in this NBA. All right, let's, let's, let's wrap up this college uh, talk here. We got the West bracket last. Um, Kansas is the number one seed I think here. this is the toughest bracket. This is yeah. the strongest first four. And I don't think because of Kansas either. No. Kansas is fine, but. The other, th- it's, this is by far, I think, from one to four, the overall best. Is, uh, self, is Bill Self back for the tournament? Yeah, they said he will be back. Okay. Yeah, right. They said he plans to be with the team for their first game, which is against I think that makes the it be with the team or like coach the team. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, we got like UConn a four. That's pretty good. TCU is a TCU's knocked off good teams. So. Yeah. And same, I mean, St. Mary's is a five that, I mean, UConn I don't is, know a, how is a tournament team when they get when they get hot mm-hmm. in the tournament. Oh, yeah. No, they've they definitely won the 
few times. Well, they got to play Iona. Iona. Iona's beat some people before. Patino. They say Patino might go to St. John's after this yep. game. I would. I would. I'm a St. John's guy, so I would absolutely well, love that. It would be fantastic. And then the two and three seed, we got Gonzaga at three and UCLA at two. Amazing. So that's UCLA Gonzaga could be primed mm-hmm. for a Sweet yeah. Sixteen. You're just matchup. hoping you're just hoping you're getting that matchup in the Sweet Sixteen, right? And I, I, mean, I that's, think that's the one the Adam Morrison clips. And I think oh they God. will. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crying. I don't see <laughs> UNC Asheville or Boise State or Northwestern beating UCLA, and I don't see Grand now, Canyon or Does Julia Louis Dreyfus still go to the Northwestern games even though her kid graduated? Did he graduate? Ooh. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, that was a while ago. That was yeah. pre COVID, I think, when she was like being shown at the games. Grand Canyon State, I for the longest time thought was an online university. It, it is. I Mostly, but they do have, have like no one idea. physical presence. Yeah, they practice really? at a twenty-four hour fitness. <laughs> so what? So what? They, <laughs> they just. Might. So all right. I'll, so I'll how do they have up. a basketball team? They just that can't be on the up and up, right? I mean, how is Tryouts that possible? Are online. <laughs> Your online school to basketball team? Like, how Show does that work? Show us what you got. <laughs> so they used to are they just getting sh- Venmo money. Just they <laughs> kick the shit out of DeVry. Yeah. So according to Wikipedia, they have twenty thousand uh, on-campus students. Oh, 70,000 okay. online. Oh, wow. The so. campus is the country, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's 20,000. That's a real school. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I had no idea. Well, it's because they're advertised to us as an online college. Yes. Which, which, uh, uh, you know, makes me think it's a joke, obviously, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I wouldn't think it's a legitimate college, but then, like, if University of Phoenix rolled out a team that was a 12 seed, I'd be like, what the hell? What, what is this? You know, but I don't know. So there, it's a real school. 20,000 is a real school, though. I, I apologize to Grand Canyon uh, State. We're getting Grand a lot State? of mail. Is that well, what it is? Or so Grand, Canyon? Grand Canyon University. So the other thing is they were they were a, pro, a for-profit school. And there's very little for-profit schools. You know, there's like ITT yeah. Tech and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so they, they were the only for-profit school to have Division One athletics. But in 2018, they actually became non-profit. So they're like, okay. they're trying to become a real school now. Okay. All right. Well, good for that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I I'm sorry. I derided no, them. No, they probably do deserve it. They've probably done a lot of shady stuff back in the day. So yeah. I mean, come on. Is it Trump University going to roll out a team yeah. next next year? Are we going to get? Are we going to get that? That a- team would be amazing. Are you kidding me? That if Trump University gets a basketball team, look out. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> According to this, Tim Salmon went there. Cool. Tim Salmon. Wow. What, like okay, after Sean. he played or before? Do you know what? It wasn't around when Tim Salmon was college age, was it? Uh, it says it's been around since 1949. That's wow. not true. Wait, the, what is happening Way before in the, the internet? Canyon? The buildings have been there. The, the internet wasn't around. Like, <laughs> yeah. how, how, is it, how is it an online school? Oh, they found a way. Listen, I'm investigating. I'm opening the investigation yeah. right now into this. This is this even a school? It was is this all even a place? over a Pacific Bell telephone. What's the Justin Long movie where he's got the fake college? Uh, is that what this is? Accepted. Accepted. Yes. Is that what this is? That's early Jonah Hill in that movie. Yeah, it's yeah. big. It's big really, Jonah really. Hill, right? Yeah. I think there was that scene was filmed, I think, at like Chapman, Chapman University. Oh, yeah. Chapman University. Stop it. Was it really? Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's awesome. Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> Ask yeah, me about That's my right wiener. outside there. <laughs> I've lined up there to do the undie run before. Really? <laughs> yeah, when uh, some buddies were at a. a do they still do that or has, has. Oh, I'm sure they do. The LBT community. You know, that's yeah, a good point, I don't actually. Know. I don't know if that's positive, you know. Is it positive? I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's positive, right? You're just running in your underwear. Nothing, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, I guess. No. Right? I don't know. 
I don't know, but what about kids who can't run, who can't run a mile? Are they, they're not, you know, I don't want to exclude well, them. Walk. Yeah, know. there's no time limit. Is it inclusive? Limit. If the run's not yeah. inclusive, I, I don't remember even where the run, run was. Yeah, yeah, it's like a charity 5K. Like, there's no time yeah. limit. Just 5K? No. Oof, I don't know. What's well, I'm, it's not, I'm it's saying generation, it's, no, it's, it's, it's quick. This generation can do 5Ks. I, I did it. I've done it once or twice, but I don't remember. I don't well, you were a runner I'm saying it's like that. Yeah, that's true. They're not, like, timing you. They're like, oh, just yeah. have fun out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you're in your underwear, right? Yeah, it should not be have fun. mildly yeah. fun. It shouldn't be it shouldn't be a guy screaming at you to run faster, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, <laughs> it was not fun for me the one time I participated in it. <laughs> you know what, yeah. Rashawn? <laughs> no, I was not a runner. I was a, uh, I guess, a heckler of some sort. I don't know. Oh, but, oh, um, is this out front of the bar? Yeah, we all you w- took someone's I- flag. You got kicked out of the bar. I got kicked out of o- O'Hara's for for disturbing the the undie run. <laughs> Kick yeah. out of O'Hare's is impressive. To be what, clear, what year Andy, is that? Yeah, I don't even Andy, know. Twelve that. or something. Andy did not participate in the run. Oh, he went outside and was heckling. The Honestly, there's running. a good chance I was at that Undy run yeah. in 2012 because I think that was around the time that uh, my buddy was at uh, Chapman and we were doing the Undy runs. Now, Tony, in this Undy run, were you boxers or tidy whities? How did you? No, no, it wasn't tidy whities. I think it was like, uh, I think like. Briefs or he something? Thong. Briefs. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not I don't briefs. Know briefs are. Is it, are, are briefs <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was briefs. I think brief. briefs are It was uh, just like, like your typical, short. I don't know, your typical whatever regular. Like boxer brand. briefs, like those kind of things? Like that's what I wear. That's I think it was in like regular like Hanes or something. I don't know, but Hanes. I don't know. They weren't like actual like boxer boxers. But it, it sounds very whities. much like you were wearing tidy whities and you don't want to admit it. That's yeah. what it sounds like, honestly. Massive. Wearing a nice thong like a giraffe. But you have front. to go out and buy underwear for that, right? You can't just wear your ratty ass underwear to an underwear run, right? Because there's girls out there in their underwear, right? And I'm sure you they're have all like designer. Undies. Yeah, I'm sure they're all dolled up. So you can't go out in, like your skid marked <laughs> boxers and try oh, to yeah, run a no. fun run, right? I mean, yeah, you're gonna no, yeah, you got to put on your best. Yeah, exactly. I was able to get like some designed underwear that was just like a bunch of collage or just photos of myself. I was on my underwear. Pretty good. Very out there nice. running in that. Very nice. Until until some guy out of O'Hara's took my flag. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's son of a bitch. Right? Classic Andy. <laughs> Which is funny because that would have been before I actually knew you guys. So that would have actually been funny so to it's, see. It's possible that it could yeah. have happened. Yeah, yeah. No, it yeah, definitely absolutely. is. Markin was very serious. He's like, this is a fun event for the community and you ruined it. Yeah. Right. For the community. Andy's still not welcome there. <laughs> no, it really is like a like even the cops are there and they like are setting everything up. And of course, these guys are like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I'll volunteer to work the underwear that night, sir. Oh, so is it connected to the to Chapman? Is that who does yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. All right. I have never – I've it's been here for a couple of years. I haven't seen – It's, it's when after, after finals, after finals ends. House. That's how they celebrate. What's that? When finals after is finals. over, that's how they celebrate. Uh, so it's okay. like the – it's literally – so it's in like December and then like, I guess – December. May. May. Oh, May. Well, it's, yeah, it's cold. Too, yeah, it's yeah December cold. would suck, but – yeah. Wait till May, Tommy. We'll, we'll, we'll keep you. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I just didn't that's know. That's the next one coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be out. I'll be out at the corner we'll waving people yeah, on, yeah. right? Uh, you know. And Tommy will have his own flag and cheering people yeah. on instead of stealing flags. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> are, are we still talking college? Are we ready to move oh, on? Sorry. One more note. Again? I think I got yeah. One more note about Grand Canyon University. Tim Salmon went there, but also Tim Salmon was raised in Belmont Shore, Sean. So have you oh, been to right, his childhood home? Neighbor. Yeah. Sean could live in his childhood home. Go check it out. He may. He may right now. Right? Tim uh, Salmon has a large head. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. does. I actually yeah. saw Tim Salmon uh, <clears throat> back in like September, October when I was watching uh, NFL Sunday football over at uh, Mutt's in Newport Beach. Oh, he was there with his with his uh, his wife and what looked like I'm his daughter and his daughter's boyfriend. I could just tell from the interaction and <laughs> he just seemed like a regular guy. Nobody like went up to him. Nobody seemed to care. He, but he was literally at the table 
right next to us. So it it's was been like a while. We were, I mean, it's been a while since he played, right? People probably don't unless yeah. you unless you're an Angel fan, and you see him on the pregame post game. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. You might you might not know that. Tim Salmon, right? Yeah, that's definitely possible. I had a poster of him, I think, as a kid. Did you? Yeah. Pretty sure. <clears throat> yeah. Nah. Well, it should be a good fun tournament. You know, we'll we'll yeah, check yeah. back in. I don't think it's a clear like it's it's fun that this year there's not like a clear dominating number one like the number ones. How many times did number one lose this year? It was a, a ton of times. Oh yeah, we we talked about that too. How it was like every week it seemed like we had a new number one, and that's what they've talked about too. Is how this year is a little bit more special than other years because there isn't that clear cut like oh this team should definitely do it. It's like yeah, it, 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 honestly, could, this could be a year where a five seed or you know does it you know what i mean like it, it i would don't be nice, like it would be nice to get maybe a maybe a you know a mid-major type of team in the finals or you know oh yeah four, like if, that kind of thing like back when uh i mean they weren't mid-major but i guess back when like butler was in it that was a big shock I guess they were still they were probably at the beginning of that run they, they weren't were, in a yeah. big conference oh, were right? they mid-major I mean, yeah yeah okay then, yeah. when they lost to duke that first time they, they yeah, weren't in a big conference, gordon right? hayward almost made that half court shot too yeah oh my gosh it was that. close hmm. yeah well who was well, on that Duke, Duke team? I don't remember what what year was that. Ugh, I think we that kept was, going over the Duke teams. That was when I was still living because my... Tony doesn't remember John Shire playing ever. Oh, like, really? Okay. So it was one of those John Shire teams. Was it? Also, okay. that means it was like Chris Duhon or not no, Chris Duhon, like but Nolan uh, Smith. Shire, Nolan like, Smith. Yeah. Nolan Smith. Yeah. Plumlee. Yeah. Random Plumlee. There was Plumlee's for like a decade there. Yeah. So one of them at least, but yeah. So let's. They must have had. I wonder who that big superstar was. Kyle Singler. I think Kyle Singler. Kyle Singler, Singler, I remember. Yeah, I think Kyle Singler was like their best player, which is like that wasn't a great team, was it? But no, somehow they won. Well, like, I mean, you know, they had a pretty good coach out there for a while. So yeah, well, and also like their ninth best player was like the best player at his high school. McDonald's All American, yeah. right? I mean, just throw people in there. All right, let me see here. So on, I got it right here. On for Duke, on that team they had Lance yeah, Thomas, Singler, Lance Thomas, Zubek. Smith yep. and Shire, and then they had both Plumleys on the bench and Dawkins. But that team won a title. Yeah, yeah, man. Kyle Singer is their leading scorer. That is, <laughs> and Butler had of, of the two teams that have that have not won titles. Sheldon Mack, man. I mean, Reddish, Barrett, and Zion—they didn't win, but those guys won. Like that's wild. Yeah, and Duke was a one seed that year too. So I'm right. I mean, that's just. I mean, maybe because none of them did anything in the pros. Maybe they were all – you just forget how good they were in college. Yeah. But, yeah, but the names don't I forgot about you know what? at all. I forgot about Kyle Singler. He was like their star player. I forgot yeah. all about him. And you're right. Yeah, it's because he didn't do shit in the pros. He was picked 33rd overall by Detroit. Yeah, it wasn't even a first-rounder. Yeah, matter. that's tough. Jeez. I forgot about Kyle Singler. Wow. Elton Brand was my shit. Elton Brand. Well, they did win the – or no, they – didn't yeah, they 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 Brand, got a title. I thought they won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got a title. Him and yeah. then Reddick were my favorite Duke, to watch. Duke lost to UConn that one year, but that was a different year. With uh, uh, the UConn guard, um, the Knicks had for a while. I played forever. Oh, I can't remember his name. Oh, what, what the Jeremy Lamb? Oh no, um, no, no, no. The the, the, the point guard. He played for the Knicks. He just he's. Uh, uh, I can't think of his name. He's played for everybody. He Are you talking strong. about the guy that's won it twice? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the guy that played his side with Kemba Walker. Uh, Kemba Walker, that's who I'm talking about. Oh, Walker. I thought you were talking about oh, yeah. Chabaz Napier. Oh, well. That was a different year, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, he, he won it twice, team, But that's not, yeah, yeah, I wasn't talking about him. Napier yeah. won it with Walker, then he won it like two years later when they beat Kentucky, I think, in like the... I was talking about the Rip Hamilton team. Oh, uh, yeah. That beat Duke, I believe, in the final. Yeah. Yeah, UConn's had some good teams. Hey, you never know. Maybe UConn does make a run. Yeah. 
Yeah. Huskies were always like the little, the basketball team. I think I liked as a kid because it was like, they were good. And then it was like just that logo, just the Husky. UConn. Well, I'm a St. John's guy, so I, I hated UConn, <laughs> obviously. Uh, hated them with a passion. There's nothing going on up there in Stores, Connecticut. <laughs> People are jerks. Uh, it's just a I've heard their uh, their pizza is better than all the other pizza. Uh, you know, and that's just, you know, that's a hurtful, that's a purposely hurtful statement. Uh, Tommy's there. challenging to a slap. You know, listen, I will say this. Connecticut has good pizza, but it's not like Jersey or New York. That right? sounds like, like a statement like from a guy crazy. that would steal a flag. You know, yeah, exa- exactly, right? It's just a, a hurtful statement to make. It's supposed about- to be a thing of fun for the community, Andy. <laughs> Well, it is a tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, I guess. So you could all lump it in together. That's what we call it out there. But uh, it's a tri-state area, but nobody cares about Connecticut. That's basically how it kind of works, I think. I never knew they were part of the tri. Yeah, New York. Because everybody everybody who lives in the city, all the big wigs who live in the city, they move to Connecticut. Who work in the city. They work in the city and they live in Connecticut. Uh, You got the WWE out there and and ESPN. Yes, their corporate Uh, building is out there. Yeah, The more you know. Yo, that's true. ESPN's up in what Bristol? Yeah, still though. Yeah, horrible. And all the bodies that what's his face buried up there is up there too, right? Uh, Hernandez is up in Bristol as well. <laughs> is that where uh, they buried his body up there? Is that what you said? No, no, he buried the bodies up oh. there right, in Bristol. That's, <laughs> he you know, dead. That he sunk the car. <laughs> no, he's dead. Yeah. Oh, he's dead. Hernandez. Dead. Everybody's dead. He died. Yeah. He hung himself. I didn't know that. He oh, shit. Really? Yeah, in, in jail, didn't he? Well, I'm yeah. not sure I knew about he, it, but I forgot. He did yeah. it. I think. They, I think the rumor was that he did it. So like. Maybe All his Freddy money Kruger could go to his it. daughter or something. Yeah, I think that's right. I don't, I don't trust. How does that work though? Uh, I thought if you killed yourself, you're you don't get like insurance. And maybe stuff like he had that. a clause in his. Yeah. No, it was it was before something happened. Clause? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. Pay extra for that. How much extra a month is he? I can, if I if things get too rough, I can off myself and my wife still gets maybe fifty percent goes <laughs> versus a hundred. Yeah, I don't know. That was that was crazy. I mean, oh, the yeah. guy was an active NFL player yeah. uh, and he was a serial killer. Well, if. Uh, John Morant's not careful. He was going down a dark path. <laughs> it's not his gun. It's not his gun. That's what OJ said. It's just a prop. It was a prop they brought out for a cake that he had. Exactly. All it's just a lighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little. <laughs> All right. Should we talk uh, NFL? Um. I think I had World Baseball Classic next on this list. So. Oh, all right. Oh, I might let's, have skipped. Yeah. Let's, let's get to. Let's talk about yeah, that. I have baseball on here. So, and we'll talk a little baseball preview. Like, we're not doing a full preview, but just a, a note or something. But well, now, who's, uh, are you guys Angel fans? Who's Angel fans here? Anybody? I mean, I, like I wouldn't even say I really have like a diehard favorite team, but I mean, if I had to like pick, I would probably just be like, yeah, I like the Angels, but I wouldn't say they're my favorite. Actually, um, to be honest with you, the last few years, and this is going back before this year, I've actually leaned like, I enjoy the Padres more, to be honest. But right. Angel games are fun to go to. But well, what, what do you think about Trout playing in this? I think it's I, I think it's good because I think he deserves to at least know what it's like to win at least once in his life. Yeah, but what Will if he win? pops a hammy? Well, and I mean, he's not even their best player in this, isn't Otani over there in Japan too? <laughs> well, that again, that's that's true too. But I mean, would you let Anthony Davis play on the US, on Team USA? Absolutely, only, I only because he wouldn't. It. He'd get hurt on the flight going yeah, to the bathroom. He's... No, but I mean, Trout Trout never plays. Trout hasn't played in two years, and now he's. Bounce yeah. around the world baseball class. I think it's to the point though where I think if Trout goes up to you and says, I'm gonna play, I don't think you can tell him no. I think he really yeah. does want to I'm paying him 40 million bucks a year. I can absolutely tell him I, no. I mean yeah. he doesn't play for me. That's true. Right? Like how many games did he play last year? He's gonna play more in this tournament than he played last year. I mean, yeah. I love Trout. I think when he plays, he's maybe number one, number two, best player in the league. But oh, yeah, I would top never let him play in a meaningless 
food, yeah, food I think, tournament. I think like, they try to want to make this be like, oh, they're like, I heard someone like, it's the World Cup of Baseball. And it's like, is it? Because I don't see people lined up at the bar at six in the morning yeah, to watch these yeah, games. Yeah. And listen, if America doesn't care, it doesn't, it's not going to be big. And America doesn't yet care about the World Baseball Classic. It want, does, like, to a yeah, certain extent. I agree with that. But, but I wonder know. if the uh, Asian countries really love it because, you know, they don't, they, they love their baseball. Yeah. And they don't get, probably don't care as much about MLB, but. Yes, uh, I, I think it's, this it thing seems is, like the South American countries really care about it, right? They have I some mean, stacked teams. Yeah, but here I'm looking at Mexico won ten to three. What's fun about it is how there's like very loose rules of who can play for who. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. the catcher for the Mexican team is the Dodgers Austin Barnes. Really? And like that's the whitest name you can think of. <laughs> um, but I did look it up. He his mom is is like full Mexican, and he, so he's just he's half white, half Mexican. So. Uh, I like his stat line today. Three walks, no hits. That's just that's an Austin Barnes game right there. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Matt Harvey pitched for uh, Italy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh, I believe so, it. And then spend enough time in New York, you become Italian. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I don't think they're doing the 23 and me to figure out who should be on these teams, right? I think if you, hey, hey like, my we'll, grandmother's Italian. They're like, we'll all right, come the on. Dark Knight, baby. Grab that's what we're saying. Oh, the Dark Knight. It still hurts. It still yeah. hurts. His fall from grace still hurts. As a Mets <laughs> fan. But, yeah. Then there's a there's an, a team there is Team Israel. I looked at the roster. They only have one person from Israel on their entire roster. The rest <laughs> are the rest are American uh, Jewish people. I'm just like, well, nice. I'm Jewish, so I can go play. Well, this guy's definitely Jewish. Goldfarb, yeah, Jay Goldfarb, <laughs> Horowitz. Yeah. yeah, these are, but they are baseball players, right? They're not. Okay. It's not like the <laughs> Friars Club is out there on this team, right? Like they actually. No, play there's some there's players. some people that are like Alex Dickerson. That's a real MLB player. Okay, um, but love, yeah, Lavarnway too. He was yeah. a catcher for the Red Sox. Like Venezuela, Venezuela just is stacked here. Venezuela, yeah, they're the favorite, right? Wasn't Venezuela the favorite? I always thought Altuve was from Mexico. Maybe that was just me assuming. Labor Torres, um, Salvador Perez, Ronald Acuna. She's still on the Yankees. That no one's really talking about either, and they're four and zero. I feel like you're just hearing about like the Dominican and USA, but damn, Israel, Venezuela's a quite uh, four and zero, and I don't blame them with that roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you got Dominican Republic in danger of losing their second game already. So who'd they lose to the first time? Um. Canada? I don't know. Will this not make them <laughs> qualify? I don't know how this works. <laughs> not an expert. Yeah. Uh, but it is it is interesting that like that's baseball for you doing these short things like this. Baseball, baby. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta you gotta start Johnny Cueto in your game here, and you're like, oh shit. Well, wow, that was a Johnny Cueto game. Uh, two innings, four hits, three earned, two walks. I mean, zero walks, two strikeouts, one home run. Twenty one. Yeah, he, he had some good years. He was oh no, he did. Player. But I'm, I was yeah. saying like a recent Past Johnny Cueto. Oh, yeah. Did you see that thing too, where there was the well, that's the problem. The problem with this tournament is pitching. Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. Like all the you, hitters. If you think you can pitch in the major leagues, I mean, if you have a forty million dollar contract, you're not pitching in this tournament. But even well, if you're like a guy that's trying to get back into it or just hanging on or whatever, like I don't know if you risk it, right? So like, did I mean, you did you see that thing, Tommy or Andy or any of you that uh, there's this guy from the on Nicaragua that was in like their played for like their winter like some winter team out there or some whatever, and he came in to pitch against the Dominican and he struck out the side. In order, and it was Juan Soto, Julio Rodriguez, and uh, uh, Devers. Man. And because of that, he the next day, I guess the Detroit Tigers reached out to him, and he's got like a yeah. contract. He just signed like a little Absolutely. contract well, with go. a like, minor yeah. league deal with them. And it's like, I think that's pretty cool. This guy's all the way in Nicaragua and like some random team, and you go in and you strike yeah. out three of the better hitters in baseball. And it's like, people are like, okay, wait a minute. And it's kind of cool when you I, see that talent come up in this. I mean, I guess that's what's kind of cool about it. It is crazy because you maybe wouldn't have seen this guy, but how does it – and I have no idea what the answer to this question is, but <laughs> how does 
how does that affect? Because there's rules to recruiting foreign players and paying foreign players and signing foreign players. Like, so when this thing pops up mid season or during the basically spring training, like, isn't all their money spent for foreign players? Like, how, how can you just grab a guy from Nicaragua, like, at this point? Maybe they left some money to the side. Well, I don't know. They sent him just to a minor league deal, so maybe he won't yeah. even play for them. Like, you, know, you see teams get in trouble every once in a while because they, they'll give money under the table also, or they'll go over their spending or whatever. Maybe because how, the- like, how could this not be out of the budget? Maybe because right? it's the Detroit Tigers. They don't care. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just like, fine, take them. You know, I think, I think once, you're, once you're old enough, there's or something, there's rules like that. I don't know, the NBA has something like that where it's like, yeah, you know, international players that get signed when they're 27, and then there's like Luca who has to go through the draft. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know. But I should check this out, but it's like we've got another big tournament going on. It's kind of bad timing, but <laughs> yeah, it's not the greatest timing yeah. for the World Baseball Classic. Oh yeah, no those those viewerships going to go down immediately too once the college basketball is on from nine in the morning till ten o'clock at night. Yeah, for the next, you know, I guess four days or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, but you know, I mean, baseball. I, I think baseball has. A lot of just baseball fans too, you know. I mean, I think there's probably enough of a market for people to just watch that who don't watch yeah. the other things. Like, I still like baseball. I still I can watch a one nothing game; it doesn't bother me. But some people are like, "Oh, it's boring. I can't sit there and watch that." I don't know. But baseball means like golf. Like, I can just throw it on and like dick around the house. And if I hear the announcer or something go, I'll just peek in see what's going on, you know. But I can sit there and watch. I can watch. I can definitely go and watch a whole baseball game. I love that. But oh yeah. And uh, just a really quick little update here, uh, Tommy. We just looked at the score. ASU at halftime is beating Nevada 53-26. to 26. Yep. yep. So it, uh, yeah, we're watching it out here. Oh, Bobby Hurley versus uh, awesome. Steve Alford, two, two big-time college guards in the, in the history yeah, of college Yeah, I know Alford was the Nevada coach. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, looks like ASU. Andy predicted this two weeks ago. That's why I bring it up. Andy said yeah, he's from ASU always gets the playing <laughs> game, and then they always seem to get in and yada, yada, and he was right. There you go. Playing game, and unless there's an absolute collapse in the second half, it looks like they will get in also or move on. So uh, what do we – is that enough baseball chatter? Yeah, do you want to do Champions League or NFL next? We can do the Champions League really quick because it's – Okay, you have the information? I didn't I I have enough information, yeah. I didn't see who won today. I didn't look at it. So so the Champions League, uh, we are now – we briefly talked about it – last uh or two weeks ago or so but now that the games have gone on and they've concluded so we are now officially in the quarterfinals and the uh quarterfinal teams will be manchester city who won seven nothing yesterday with five goals from holland which is I saw that that was wild. andy and i you know we should have put stock in him a long they, time they ago they accused the coach to. of uh not letting him get a sixth to not break messi's record Ooh, oh, and he is, the, he is the old Ooh, Barcelona coach, so kind of that's kind of funny. Oh, interesting, interesting. Yeah. So then, uh, Benfica beat Club Bruges five to one, which made them move on easily, seven to one aggregate. So Benfica's moving on. This one hurts. Real Madrid beats Liverpool one zero today, but they move on six two on aggregate. And Real Madrid just has Liverpool's number. We've talked about it before. As a Liverpool fan, I can definitely vouch that in the Champions League, Liverpool just. Does not know how to play against Real Madrid. Uh, AC Milan won one nothing against Tottenham the first game, and then in Tottenham they draw zero zero, which makes Milan move on one nothing. Just Tottenham couldn't score a goal in two games. If he can't score, you can't move on. That's just mm-hmm. the rules. So AC Milan moves on, and then another Italian team, Napoli, uh, ends up winning aggregate five nothing against Frankfurt. So uh, they move on. 
Chelsea ended up beating Dortmund 2-0 after they were down 1-0 after the first game. So they moved on 2-1 in aggregate. So that's a I pre- believe you predicted that as well. I did, yeah. So that's the only Premier League team, actually, uh, that'll be moving on. I'm sorry, Manchester City also. Uh, Inter Milan, same thing as uh, AC Milan. Another, I guess that's the thing with the Milans is that they score one goal in two games and they give up zero, and that's the strategy. So Inter Milan moves on 1-0 aggregate against FC Porto. And then... PSG with Messi, Mbappe, and I believe Neymar played the first game, but in two games, PSG could not score one goal against Bayern Munich. They lose 3-0 aggregate, making Bayern Munich move on, but Mbappe and Messi, you just, what a strong front, and you just, I know it's against Bayern Munich, but it's, you know, you couldn't score one goal. Kind of impressive, but uh, those are the eight teams moving on. Manchester City, Benfica, Real Madrid, AC Milan, Napoli, Chelsea, Intern Milan, and Bayern Munich. And they haven't uh, done the draw yet, so we don't know who's playing who yet, but uh, it'll be a – or do we – yeah, I don't think that's the – maybe it is. But I don't know. But it'll it'll be good nonetheless. This this Friday we'll know the matchups. Okay, so we'll know the matchups this Friday. But, uh, I mean, I'm assuming Manchester City's the favorite. I mean, they're always the favorite, and they – don't seem to really win this. Real Madrid's the team that always seems to win this. I don't know what it is about it. And then, you know, you got Bayern Munich, who looks good. And then we talked about how Napoli could be a dark horse. They've been playing very well in the Italian league this year. They've got a really good young guy up front, Oshaman or something like that is how you pronounce it, who scored a couple goals today. He's, I think he's leading the Italian league in goals. And I don't know, you, you enjoy watching the some of the soccer, don't you, Tommy? Haven't you been to some games yeah, overseas? Yeah, I do. I, uh, I, I do. I haven't followed it as closely this year. I had a roommate who was English for a couple of years, uh, so I got into soccer a little bit then. Um, I, I don't. I know it. Like I, I like. Um, he was what's it called below the Premier Champions? That Champions League, but it's not this Champions League. He the, was a, a Derby fan. Oh, the Championship League. Championship League. Yeah. yeah. So, so I watched that a lot of that, like Nottingham Forest and Derby and teams like that. You yeah. Know, which, still pretty good but yeah those teams have been in the premier league before too and stuff obviously and i'm sure like if you look back at like the deep history of the premier league a lot of those teams used to run the premier league back in like yeah. i want to say it's like deep as like the 20s and 30s and stuff yeah well and he's my, my buddy was english and so he obviously grew up in england and his team had been in the premier league been down been up been down so it's a real thing you know when you get yeah uh and when i lived with him they had gotten close you know they do like a four team playoff at the end and and get what two teams that move up or three teams that move up yeah it's three up and uh, three down and they had been in that playoff a couple times that had been the team that didn't advance you know so and that's literally a few hundred million dollars for the club like you know your fans are back in the championship league and not the premier league like it's a big deal to miss that you know to miss that cut yeah and uh just speaking of that just looking at it right now the the three teams currently in trouble in the Premier League are uh, Bournemouth, Leeds, and Southampton, which I yep. feel like are three teams that have kind of caught is up Everton, a little bit. Is Everton still down there? Everton was down low. Everton is, yeah. I didn't realize how close this was until you just brought that to my attention. So there's yeah. 20 teams in the Premier League. Because that's the big one. They haven't been down in a while. Yeah, so there's 20 but- teams in the Premier League. 18 through 20 get uh, demoted. And Everton is currently 15th, but only one point ahead yeah. of 18. And only three points ahead of 20, and then two points ahead of 19. And then there's Leicester and West Ham that also have 24 points, which are tied with Bournemouth, but I believe they then go by goal difference. Yeah, and Leicester City was the um, 
They oh. had that Cinderella run. Oh, yeah, they, oh that, that was, yeah, it was years ago. even beyond Cinderella run. That was when they were literally 5,000, like, plus, I think it was 5,000 to guy, one. Who was the guy scoring all the goals? Oh, Jamie Vardy. Vardy, that's he's, right. He's still yeah, on yeah. the team. He, like, led yeah. the league in goals that year, and it was, oh, yeah. it really, it is crazy to think that, because I think they say that's one of the biggest upsets in, like, all of sports, and it was literally 5,000 to one. And yeah, honestly, I mean, it, should, it shouldn't happen. And when you it think about happen. it, when you really look at it, it's like, I think those odds are fair to say too, because they did come yeah. up and it was like, you had all the powerhouses were still there. You had the Manchester's, there was yeah. Arsenal, Liverpool, Tottenham. And they do, I mean, listen, when they, when they move from the championship to the premier, they do get a big windfall of money. So they do sign guys like your team gets better. You know, you beef yeah. up a lot, but it shouldn't. You, you shouldn't win the title that year. Like yeah, that shouldn't. I, I remember when they started happen. off good. Everybody's like, ah, oh, they'll fall off. And then all of a sudden, yeah. here you were in March, and you're like, oh my god, they're not going to fall off. <laughs> like, yeah, and Vardy just every time they needed a goal, Vardy scored a yeah, goal. Yeah, he was he was he was something else that that uh, that season. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I like that. I generally in the Premier League, I generally root for uh, the Spanish teams because I've been to Real Madrid. I saw a game out there. Been to Barcelona. So. I don't. I don't have really any connection with the English teams, you know. Yeah. In the, when they when they get into this uh, into the championship, um, so that I always like Bayern Munich too. I always like the German guys from the World Cup from the years past. You know, the older the older oh, yeah. guys. They're always um, good. Yeah. So I, I like those guys, but I don't. I don't have a team, so I feel like kind of a poser when I talk about the Premier League because <laughs> I don't have like Man City or Man U. Like I don't have one of those teams. Mm, I just yeah. kind of. When it's on, I'll watch it. And I could again, soccer, like baseball, I can watch a zero zero game. Like that doesn't bother me. You oh know? yeah, like, no, I'm the same way. Like I, I there's action, yeah. I be, I developed quickly that it's like I really enjoyed watching like a good soccer game. And I think people that do say it's boring, it's like they haven't seen, you know, a game where it was I, I, like I hate to sound like a jerk, but they don't understand you don't understand the game if you think it's boring. Like there's yeah. a lot, there's a lot going on, there's a lot of coaching to it a lot of science to it you know, and, there's a lot. and it i'll is. be the first to admit i was one of those guys and like all the way up until about like 2011 or something like that until i started playing fifa and then it got me into knowing <laughs> yeah, the players and then right. and then i started betting on some games and watching some games and i was like holy shit like i'm enjoying this because especially back then it was like i think there was a couple days i wasn't either like working or i was going to school or whatever it was and it's like yeah. you'd randomly be home at 11 45 on a wednesday and all of a sudden it's like oh chelsea's playing yeah, Manchester right. United, and I would watch those games, and I was like, "Holy shit, I'm loving this." And I, I do, I do get frustrated by the what would you call it, like lack of toughness in soccer. Oh, yeah, you know course. what I mean, like the the flopping. I mean, they're just the, trying like, to get everybody a yellow card and whatnot. Yeah, and I and I as a general as a novice soccer fan, football fan, I don't understand why a foul in the penalty box has that much. Like it's that bad. You know what I mean? Like it's you get a shot on goal, which you get like four shots on goal the whole game. And for like a minor touch foul in the box, you get a shot on goal. And like oh, it's, and it's, it's, yeah, it's not even just a it, shot on goal too. You're what, it's, like it's, six yards, like six, like yeah. And and Messi's taking it, or Ronaldo's oh, taking yeah. it. So yeah, you're Ronaldo's basically really getting it. a goal. So I like that is the only thing that really frustrates me about soccer. Like if they could, but that's an American thing. Like uh, people, if you ask other people, that doesn't bother them. But Americans who don't like flopping and like you know guys to get their brains bashed in in boxing matches and stuff like that, like you don't like to see a guy get a hip bump and fall down and then it's uh, a penalty kick and the team wins one zero. Like, oh, yeah. That's pretty frustrating. You know, after 90 minutes of soccer for a touch foul to, to decide the game, I think that's, that's frustrating for a lot of people, for a lot I, of fans. I, I you know? agree. But I still watch it. still like oh, it. Oh yeah. No, yeah. no, me too. And when I went to Real Madrid, Ronaldo scored two goals. So you can't really, <laughs> you, were there. <laughs> you can't ask for any more. Yeah, I got to see that, Ronaldo dude. play once uh, over at uh, Dodger stadium, actually. Nice. And, and he, right. uh, he's also scored in that game. And, I'll tell you, and I'm sure you can vouch for this too. When you're watching him in person, 
it is insane thing. how fast he is. Yeah, it's a different it's, thing. It's like really it's, it's wild yeah. to see. And when when I saw Real Madrid, it was uh, Marcelo and him on that side. Oh yeah, that you was, know those what were I mean? Really so good Real Madrid teams. Oh my god, it was just yeah, they, they were just incredible. And so they were yeah, they were losing three one, and he scored a goal in the ninetieth minute, and they scored one in extra time and tied it up. Ah. That was that was the oh, end that's a good game to see then. It's fantastic, yeah. And you can't drink in the stadiums there. Oh, so that seems weird. The stadiums are like immaculately clean. In Qatar, yeah. <laughs> it was in Madrid. Uh, you can drink before the game and you can yeah. drink after, but there's no drinking inside. So interesting, which is probably like I understand and I like to drink, so I I wouldn't want this at American sports stadiums. But the stadium, you could literally eat off the floor. Like, and when you go to Angel Stadium and it's an absolute dump, oh, yeah. and you're like, oh my God, like, like, I want to throw my sneakers out when I come home from Angel Stadium. Yeah. Like, Real Madrid, like, if I dropped like my burger on the floor, I probably would have picked it up and ate it. <laughs> oh, good to know. So, hey, would you have a burger there? Hy- hypothetically. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what the, uh, yeah, that's interesting. What <laughs> Some sort the, of tapas? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'll take my grilled octopus had fallen on yeah. the floor, then I would have picked it up and ate it. Yes, but. I yeah. mean, you're fresh off a nap after their siesta when you go to the game. So. <laughs> and they don't really tailgate. They, there's not like that. They, there's they people in the bars. Well, how do you tailgate when you're taking a train there? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right? People just go to the bars beforehand, and there's like bars for your team and then bars for the home team. Yeah, they don't like to mix that up. <laughs> yeah, they don't really mix it up. I guess they I guess they duke it out sometimes if oh, they I mix believe it up. It. I, I don't know. It. But everybody was super crazy. nice to us. I think they know Americans are just idiots like about yeah. soccer. So I'm just like – I'm just here to drink beers and wear like a scarf. And they're like, yeah, all right, whatever. Dude. Punch yeah. each other silly. Yeah, we're not going to punch him because he has no idea what's going on. Do the dirty hair. And I'll smash you, you dirty Spaniard. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, but it was uh, – uh, if you're over there and you get a chance to see a, a, a soccer game in Europe, you should because it's a different experience. Like they're singing the whole time. It's it's really cool. It's Forever really cool. blowing thing. bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we, we still have the NFL to talk about, right, Andy? Yeah, a lot of lots going on here. The uh, The wild off season. Has has really really heating up here. Last last week we talked about the quarterbacks uh, that had signed, but we've got a lot more transactions. Uh, the big one was not a free agency signing, but a trade. Uh, the Bears traded the number one pick, so we thought that was going to happen. And when that uh, whole thing with the Texans leading that last game, we talked about what kind of value the Texans lost by winning that game. Um, and here we know what it is: the the Bears acquired uh, in the trade. The Panthers' number nine pick, uh, their second round pick this year, the 20, 2024 first rounder and a 2025 second rounder, and DJ Moore, who's a number one receiver. Legit receiver. Yeah, the Bears, the Bears needed that. Uh, three, so picks, three picks and DJ Moore is nice. That's a nice haul. Yeah, so they uh, are and they, going and, all in on And they still fields. get what, like the number nine pick or whatever it is? Yeah, so the number nine. Yeah, they so. swap, they swap, right? The first to the nine or whatever. That's, that's yeah. great for them. That's a big win. They still get a top 10 pick. You get a great wide receiver, and then you just hope Justin Fields can not get hurt. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I'm sold on Fields yet, but yeah. I think he's 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 looked better from year to year, so I, I guess that's good. But Well, at least you'll know now. If he is yeah. bad this year, then you kind of know you have to seek out someone else. I don't know. We still have Daniel Jones. Yeah, I guess we <laughs> go more than three years now. The, the problem in the NFL is that there's a lack of good quarterbacks. There's only like six good ones. So like if you don't yeah. have one, what are you going to do? Like I'd love to get rid of Daniel Jones, the Giants fan. What are we going to get? David Carr? Like, you know, like. Well, and everyone's, everyone's expensive and we'll, we will yeah, get to yeah. that. There's yeah. some, some signings here. 
Um, and that's yeah, that's the problem. And then you you have to you have to make your team worse to afford that quarterback. So that's yeah. that's a theme. Yeah, uh, we'll see here in free agency as well. Yeah, or do you stick with the guy on his rookie contract and hope in four years he develops into the guy, which is what the Bears are doing and what the Giants did? But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just yeah. it, it doesn't seem like the guys that are coming out of college in the last couple of years have had massive impacts on their team as quarterbacks. Right. I guess hurts, but it hurt, t- t- took hurts a while. Yeah, I mean that that draft you had Burrow, Hurts. Oh, geez, yeah, I forgot and then Burrow. of course yeah, my guy good. Herbert is the best of all of them. He's just had he really, is, I think, he had a really right? bad he coach. Just, he just doesn't win. <laughs> he doesn't win <laughs> games, but he, I think, he probably is the best of all of them. Didn't you guys just get a wide receiver too? Didn't you sign somebody? No, they're one of the teams that has to cut players basically because they know Herbert's going to get like a hundred million dollars a year. Are you sure the Chargers didn't just pick up a wide receiver? I thought the Chargers picked up a wide receiver. I could be wrong. Ooh. The Raiders did. No, not the Raiders. The yeah, Raiders the Raiders. Jacoby Myers. Yeah, right? the Raiders. That's not. I, I have my that's, list. I'm going to go through. <laughs> Jacoby Myers was the number one wide receiver in free agency this year. It's a bad uh, year for free agents. That's, that's yeah. That's um, but we still that's got a couple more. Number. We got a couple more trades. Jacoby um, Myers. <laughs> <laughs> it's Michael's little brother. <laughs> Uh, so the Rams uh, are all out now after being all in. Yeah, they convinced McVay to come back just to be yeah. like, hey, this is exactly what you didn't want. So they traded Jalen Ramsey, who still owed a ton of money. Uh, so getting out of that deal, uh, he's going to the Dolphins for uh, a third-round pick, number 77. So it's not a not a bad pick there. Um, but you'd think like this is a guy who they just traded two first-rounders for and you're mm. getting a third back, but – the difference is they had him for a couple of years and won a won a Super Bowl, so that's that's what they he got won a out title, of it, so. right? So yeah, I mean they're clearly in. I don't I don't know if you call it a rebuild. I don't know what they're doing, but it's I mean, confusing. I don't know if Stafford's coming back or not. It's it's yeah. What's his? Is it the injury? Is he just is he done? Like, I know the injury is mean, a long time. Injury is definitely part of it. If I think probably like the biggest part of it because I've. Yeah, I don't know. And I know McVeigh said like he was not he was like talking about the whole thing about wanting to leave and then like maybe doing some broadcasting and then coming back to coaching in like five, ten years or something. But you know, that doesn't seem like a happy guy, right? No, because he he straight up said I've heard I've heard like people talk about it before that he straight up said he didn't want to be part of a rebuild. And it looks yeah. like they're in the middle of a rebuild. <laughs> you know who also said that was Greg Popovich. Check their uh, record. Well, Greg Popovich, I think, just doesn't care. I think he's just. I think retired. it just keeps him alive. Just to be you know, that, if you're gonna he, listen, he was an angry prick when he was winning. Now he's not winning, and he's even angrier prick. Like the like, coaches go, go be with your grandkids. Retire. Do yeah. something. You know, just get out of here. Like, I honestly think he's it, yelling at sideline reporters. He's he's such a jerk. Like it, he's so over the top, smug that it. You know, yeah, listen, he, he earned I, it. He earned it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he did. I mean, he's he's won enough that he can do what he wants, but you could still be nice. He could you know? he could retire and then end up being like uh in like one of those like Saw sequels because he really does look like the guy from Saw. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right, I'm not a, not a pop, not a huge pop guy, but you know, yeah, you're, you're just angry I, that I couldn't tell you thought uh, Spreewell should have won that year. Oh, you gonna bring up '99? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Were you even alive? Were you even alive in '99? <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed that that finals very much. Uh, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed the Knicks run, the Allen Houston against the Heat shot. And that was, that was Marcus that was, Camby. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, listen, I'll tell you what. The, I was so drunk that night of the Allen Houston <laughs> so shot. Was Andy. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was nine years old. Was, in my apartment in Weehawken with my buddies watching the Knicks, and uh, that thing bounced around the rim like three times and dropped in. Is and that the one where it like bounced in front of the rim and hit the backboard and then went in? 
Uh, I'd have to watch it again. I don't remember hitting yeah. the backboard, but it, it could have. It was one of those hit the rim straight up, bounce, bounce, yeah. bounce. No, I used to I used to like cool. practice it. Like like I'm gonna hit the rim in the right spot so I can get that shot. Alan Houston's criminally underrated. Yeah, Fantastic Alan Houston was good. Uh, nobody talks about him. Spreewell, yeah, but Spreewell had a great year. If you guys remember, that was him coming off of choking his. Yeah, I was gonna say, is that the year he choked his coach? He, he choked his coach, no, and he was out of the league. He might have been out for coach. a full season. But when he came back with the Knicks, he didn't have his legs yet when he first got there. So it took him a couple months to get in shape and get his legs under him, and that's why they had a bad record. And then I think it was a lockout too that year. Like yeah. it was only sixty games, sixty-two games. So they were the eight seed, but they were a good, you know, that they weren't really the eight seed, but they just. It took them a while to get everything rolling. Camby was new, and you know Camby wasn't great in early, but then as the season wore on, was great. Uh, Houston was always fantastic. Ewing got hurt late in that season, so Charlie it was just Ward. A, what's that? You Charlie oh, Ward. Charlie Ward. Well, as, listen, as a Notre Dame football fan, I hated that oh, we drafted okay. Charlie Ward. I hated it. Was Jason Starks uh, on that team too? John Starks, John Starks, son of Jason a bitch. Uh, yes, he was. Uh, <laughs> Jason must have been his like cousin or something. I was thinking of. Yes, the Knicks. Listen, the, the Knicks were fun back then. That was a fun. That was a fun team. That was probably Chris Childs was probably on that team. Oh, yeah, I, I think that name. Uh, uh, who's Larry the coach? The coach of Carolina was on that team. Hubert, Hubert Davis was on that team. Oh wow! Um, gosh, gosh, I don't know. It was. Uh, man, I guess I'm sure. Was it Mason by then? I don't even remember. Oh, Anthony, yeah, yeah. Been, Anthony Mason. Anthony, the rest in peace, Anthony Mason. Yeah. Uh, great first name. One of the best in the NBA, they say. Yeah. Oh, Mason was Mason was great. Well, there's a story about when uh when Riley took over that we had Xavier McDaniel at Power Forward, and then Anthony Mason was coming from the CBA. He's a Queens guy, so he was probably just local or whatever. So that's probably why they had him in camp. And uh Riley, I guess, realized pretty quickly that they were the same player and that they didn't need both. And so he said in his book, which I read because I read all the Knicks books back then, uh, <laughs> that he decided to get those two in a fight in practice and whoever won the fight he was going to keep and whoever lost he was going to get rid of. So they oh, got wow. in a fight and Mason won and they got rid of McDaniel. <laughs> well, uh, we'll give you an opportunity here, Tommy, to talk about another one of your teams because uh, our next thing here on the list is that uh, the Giants got Waller from the yeah. Raiders. What is uh, your Waller. thoughts on that? Well, I mean, he hasn't been very good the last two years. I'll just say that to start it off. I love getting him. I think it's worth the risk. The upside is huge. Jones needs uh, needs another target. We have the worst wide receiving core maybe in the history of the NFL. Um, so, like, you need somebody to throw the ball to. He was – I mean, three, four years ago, he was right up there with Kelsey as, yeah. as the league's best tight end. So, you know, he's had injuries. And, again, he had problems with management. But management was a total mess out there. So I'm excited. I'm excited that we got him. It's not going to cost us too much. What it costs us like a third round pick. And I think, you know, we can cut him at the end of the year and, and not not take a huge financial hit. So I really like it. I think it's I, I think that's the kind of risk that you want to take, right? Like it's a guy who has potential to be maybe the best at the position in the game. He just hasn't in the last couple of years. But you know, we got a young quarterback, we got a good running game, you need a good tight end. So yeah, I'm excited. We got a guy that blocks, so we need a guy that catches. I'm happy about it. You know, I mean, I'm happy they signed Barkley again. I'm happy they signed Jones. The money is impossible for. I mean, Daniel four years, one sixty for Daniel Jones. I mean, he's just not worth it in any way. Any way you slice it, he's not worth it. But that's the market, so you got to do it. But I mean, I mean, what was? I think he was twenty first in in yards and like fifteenth in touchdowns. He's getting forty million a year. I mean, how is that even possible? You know, but. 
And if he hadn't beat the Vikings, he'd be getting a four-year, $60 million contract. So he basically made $100 million by winning one playoff game and looking fantastic in one game. So I don't know going forward if Jones is even any good. I still know five years in. I still, I still don't know if the guy's any good. I have no idea. But Waller definitely helps. And, it, and Barkley has to stay healthy, too. That's the other key. Because when Barkley's been healthy, they've been good. And the years he hasn't been healthy, they've been bad. So Yeah, it helps you know, out that t- strong run game. Because it opens yeah. everything up, obviously. And he really is, you know, you saw it this year. He really is a special running back. Oh, yeah. You when know? he's healthy, and, absolutely. And the position's devalued. I get that. But we don't have any wide receivers. So that so that's our big play guy. So, you know, however you can get him the ball, throwing it or handing off to him, it's fine. I just, I don't know that you can count on him for three years of getting the ball 50 times a game, you know, so which is probably the plan. So that, you know, anything to take the pressure off of that. I hope we can draft one of these wide receivers, huge wide receivers that are coming out. Yeah, they should definitely try to get another wide out. But well, but the Giants only draft five, 10, 140 pound receivers. So even I even hear they're, they're projected to take uh, Zay Flowers, who is five, 10, 180 pounds. And, well, you know, I'm looking at uh, the Addison kid from uh, USC. I'm looking at the Quentin Johnson from TCU. I mean, these guys are six, four, six, five. And we're in love with the five ten kids. So yeah, they like the burners, right. huh? I mean, we drafted a five ten wide receiver in the first round last year. We drafted a five ten wide receiver in the first round two years ago. Tony's not with the team anymore. Wanda Robinson had knee surgery. Like we're not good at evaluating wide receiving talent. So <laughs> I, you know, and we signed Galladay as a free agent yeah. for seven hundred million dollars. He played two games. So and they're yeah. keeping. They're bringing Shepard back. I saw too. I mean, hey, as a Giant fan, Shepard's been there for like eight or nine years. He's our slot guy. He's been fine. You yeah. know, like, I'm glad he's back. He has to have lost a step by now. I mean, he's got to be 30, right? I mean. I don't know how long he's been around. So, uh, you know, but yeah, they just don't seem to have a lot of athletic talent at wide receiver, which is where most teams have all their athletic talent. So, you know, that's that's frustrating as a fan. <laughs> but I love the coach. I love the new regime or whatever that's in place um but you know the division's tough the eagles are tough dallas is tough the commanders not so much but uh <laughs> but uh yeah I, I i like the waller move i just think it's gonna be i don't know i don't know if we're good enough to beat the eagles the way the team is currently set up right now well the eagles are gonna get it worse and we'll we'll, we'll cover that but um i do want to let you know the pick they traded here to the raiders is the pick they got for Kadarius tony so okay uh, all right we got yeah, something for him yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'm also and listen, I mean, I I think most Giants fans knew when we traded him to the Chiefs that he was going to be well used in a big part yeah. of the Chiefs offense. Like it's just we don't do that. You know what I mean? Like we don't have that type of offense. So I Kadarius Tony, I didn't really have a big problem with. I know he's kind of a pain in the ass and he never, you know, wanted to practice or whatever, but you know, it was must have been a big Allen Iverson fan. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, just I, I knew as soon as the Chiefs picked him up, you knew. You know he was going to be good because everybody's good on the Chiefs. So the other part about the story, I'm sure Tony's excited about this part. Uh, Darren Waller just got married too. To yeah, Kelsey Plum. Kelsey maybe Plum's maybe the a, best player right now for the. Uh, you know, I, you know, I hate to admit aces. this. I hate to admit this, but I will admit it. I watched the WNBA All Star Game last. Uh, I think it was like summer. I think it was summers when the WNBA All Star Game was, and Kelsey Plum tore it up. I think she actually won the MVP. And I don't know, I had to like a low key kind of crush on her. And it was like, there's been a lot of people that have been saying how, like, they're like, oh, this is so is ruthless. Like, what is she? He just, what was that? Is it, what is she, guard, forward? Oh, I think she she's a guard. Okay. And they're saying, like, how. Uh, she's the center. No, she's not. She's definitely. <laughs> he's a big guy. He's a big guy. I don't no, know she's she's like a really good. Or... She's a really good shooter. She's one of the guards. But uh, 
they were saying how like everybody's like, oh, like, you know, like they're so like McDaniel's so like ruthless, whatever. Like he just got married and trained. And it's like, you think they give a shit about your personal life? It's like, he okay, he married one of the his the Las Vegas ladies, and it's like, okay, well, now he's gotta go to New York. It's like, whatever, they'll make it work. And then they were saying, I think like that, I think he was on his like honeymoon when this happened still or whatever. Cause I think they literally like just got married. Yeah. I, I mean, to Waller, you know, coming to New York, there's always that outside concern. Like he's had substance issues and That's stuff like that. Exactly. New York, what New said. not the best place, but he's, I mean, he's been in Vegas, which is, yeah. you know, well, Vegas, I think is worse. arguably worse, but I mean, so I, I'm not super concerned about that. I guess it always is kind of a concern. Because if you've been to New York or you've hung out there, you know that it, it does go all night. Like well, if you want to stay out all night, you can stay out. Wasn't all that night. even what uh, J.R. Smith admitted that he said when he was in New York and when he got like traded, I think to like Cleveland, that he admitted that he was going to the clubs like every night. Well, Jr. <laughs> and I mean, Jr. is different. I know he's a little bit different. It was still he like, was a, listen, I liked as a Nick, I liked J.R. Smith. I thought he was a really good, a really good player, a really good guard. Him and Iman Shumpert were a great lockdown backcourt. Um, it was a shame that Phil Jackson came in and traded both of them to Cleveland uh, for cash and let Cleveland get a title. That was weird. Uh, it's a weird trade in conference for no reason in the middle of the season, but you know, whatever. Because uh, the Knicks need cash. Like, that's what we need in New York is cash. Uh, but, you know, Phil had been phoning it in and sleeping during workouts during that time. So I guess you shouldn't be too surprised about how that happened. But I never liked how Smith and Shumper got shipped off like that. Those were, those were two good Knicks during bad Nick years. And, uh, but Smith I, was a good player. When he came back from China, he played D, he hit threes, he drove to the basket. Like he he was a good player. He locked down defender. But you know, he started falling in love with the three later on mm-hmm. in his career and he just became a spot. Yeah, he was like a good shooter. like dunker and stuff, I think, back when he was on like Denver. Oh my god. Oh, he was freaky. He's a high school kid. He was a Jersey kid, just came right out of high school. And you know, if you're a guard coming right out of high school, you gotta be freakishly athletic or you're not you're not gonna even get a look. So yeah. Yeah, his early J.R. Smith. Where was he? Denver, I think. Yeah, with, Denver. Uh, Mello and Iverson, which was just a poorly yeah. constructed team. Oh but, yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's not enough. You need three basketballs for those guys. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I always like J.R. Smith, and, oh, and he was too. a key, a key guy, a key contributor to that Cavalier title with LeBron, as was Amon Shumpert, and we handed those to I, them for nothing. I just it's still frustrates bringing me. it up because I know I remember him saying that he just did. Hurt he got distracted because he said it was. Got too in love with the nightlife, going to the yeah. clubs all the time because it was too easy. It's there, and like you said, it goes all yeah. night. And I know, I want to say he got like involved with like Rihanna or something at the time too, or something. So, oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it was. Uh, what was? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's listen. He's always been a party guy. Oh, I mean, like I said, I mean, like, I, you could see it when Cleveland was in the World Series. <laughs> he's drinking the Jack Daniels yeah. or whatever, like with his shirt off in the fucking yeah, tweet. Shirtless. Uh, <laughs> that's a Jersey thing, though. Popping the shirt in public. That's you know, <laughs> it is what it is. That's, that's what we do. Uh, if you look like him, if you look like me, you know, I mean, that's, you know, I'm not, I'm not as quick to pop the shirt as I you're was. Not, you're not taking really your shirt off when they're showing you at the Jumbotron at Angel Games or anything? No, 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 not, not unless I want to get a laugh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's yeah. run, run through these uh, free agent signings. So we got, we got a few of them. Um, and this is, this is an order of like ranked free agents, not my ranking, but another website I saw. So don't criticize me. Uh, but Javon Hargrave leaving the Eagles for the 49ers. Ooh, did uh, he leave? All right. I he like had that. a double digit sacks for the Eagles uh, last yeah. year. Um, he's going four years, 84 million. I don't know how the Niners still have money for more defensive linemen, but that's everybody. Yeah. They signed everybody for 20 million, right? That's a, that's a lot, but that's, that's kind of a theme here. The Eagles have a young cornerback. They're going to have to pay. So they're letting people go. 
Um, the next next up, we have Jesse Bates of the the Bengals leaving for the Falcons, four year sixty four million. Same thing. The Bengals got to pay Burrow, so they got to let some talent go. Falcons uh, seem like a mess to me, though. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know why they're making a move like that at this point. Yeah, like what? Uh, yeah, they're not ready to compete. They, they seem like lo- they seem lost. Yeah, <laughs> they are lost. That whole division's lost. I mean, they had a, they had a quarterback quit like week fifteen last year. Yeah. He just lagged at home. <laughs> I don't know if they're going with the Cincinnati guys. They're their starter next year. I'm not sure. I would. I, I thought he. I thought he showed enough to yeah. at least give him a shot, right? I mean, who else are you going to go with? You get Andy yeah. Dalton. I mean, I think he signed somewhere. Dalton, I don't have my did list. He? But Dalton did no. just sign somewhere. Actually, I got a. Really? But, but up, next but. up, we do have a quarterback. And speaking of team, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, the Raiders signed Jimmy Garoppolo, three years, sixty-five million. <laughs> is Garoppolo better than Derek Carr? He got I, a worse I, contract, I said so he, I think he's worse. Right? All they said was he's just a better-looking version of Derek Carr. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'd go with that. I think that's a pretty accurate statement, right? Uh, but that's, I, this I, is Josh McDaniel. Jimmy G does uh, going with his uh, what he knows. Yeah, that's right. He played in a system over in New England. But has, has Jimmy G ever been in the playoffs? Oh, yeah, he was in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Was he starting? Yeah, yeah, that was the year when uh, he took the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. I mean, the Niners to the Super Bowl, and they lost to the Chiefs. God, he was their guy that whole that. season. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Dude. Did that, that really was, happen? That was 2020. That's why. Nobody remembers oh, 2020. COVID, right? Was it COVID? Was it the COVID? It, it was, yeah. COVID. Well, it was, two, it was uh, the Super Bowl up 2020, though, so it was about a month before COVID. <laughs> okay. COVID, COVID cases, were, I think, were, about, were around out at that time, I feel like, in North America. Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, I mean, listen, I think they're basically interchangeable, right? Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So I guess the Raiders made out if you're paying Garoppolo less, right? Then but you, they, you they, I think they have to pay Carr like $40 million this year. Or oh, really? Oh, well, then <laughs> that's know. not so good. Um, next up, we have Jamel Dean of the of the Buccaneers staying with Tampa Bay. Four years, $52 million. I'm not surprised there. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds of the Bills going to the Bears. Four years, $72 million. So that's another... Bills have too many good players. They're gonna have to let some guys go just to resign or to pay for Josh Allen's Why contract. The Bears? Why would so, you go to the Bears defense? That, the Bears defense is terrible, so they need yeah, Man, they need stuff awful. here. But uh, yeah, what's interesting about that is the Bears traded Roquan Smith because they wouldn't give him a big deal, and now they yeah, go ahead and give now they give some guy a big deal, yeah. right? Um, next up, James Bradbury of the Eagles staying with the Eagles, so ah, the Eagles did su- uh, keep someone, but they are going to cut Darius Slay, so. They are they are going to be bleeding talent here. Uh, Jawan Taylor, I think, leaving the Jaguars for the Chiefs, four years, eighty million. I don't know how the Chiefs have money to pay a, a tackle that much money, but they do. Uh, Mike McGlinchey uh, from the Niners is going to Denver, five years, eighty-eight million. So that's a big, big deal there. Nice left um, tackle. And then we've got three in a row uh, running backs, all franchised by their teams: Tony Pollard, Saquon Barkley, and Josh Jacobs. So uh, I think that's just how it works with running backs. They kind of feel bad. For them, they never get the big deals anymore. Um, Austin Eckler has requested a trade from the Chargers because they won't. Yeah, that's him, odd. They won't give him an yeah, extension. I, I, I saw that today. Is it, is it is that why? Because they won't give him an extension. Yeah, that- they're basically saying like, "Hey, we just we we can't give you like ten million a year for five years. Like, we, you're you're what, you what might is he, be one done. Year left? He's only twenty seven, but you might be done in two years. It's just it's so, it's so risky. It's it, but I feel for them like on their side and like. They want to get well that. for him too. I mean, he is a, a, a huge part of that offense. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. He catches a hundred balls a year. It's crazy. I mean, the guys you have, we Kyron Williams backing him up, uh, Kelly backing. Up, you don't have anybody to. Yeah, they probably be, if if they do trade him, I'm sure they would draft someone in like a first four rounds or something. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, boy, oh boy. I, I mean, I think Bijan Robinson is the only running back I even know that's coming out this year, right? He, well, he's going to be like top ten guy. Yeah. So. 
someone else. But they, to, you know what? The Chargers always seem to find. These yeah, I mean, Eckler Eckler was undrafted, they, so they find guys yeah, like that. Sproles before that, right? Yeah. You always you guys seem to find those those type of guys. And then we got um, know, yeah, like Danny Woodhead, right? Didn't he play there or something? Was that? Yeah, I mean, Woodhead was a good player before he he broke out. I think with the Jets and Patriots. Or yeah. Something. Um, Marcus Davenport leaving the Saints for the Vikings, only one year deal, thirteen million. Um, he was former first round pick. I think had double digit sacks. This was strange, but I don't know. Maybe play well for one year and then you get a bigger deal. Uh, Jacoby Myers going to the Raiders, three years, thirty three million. Another McDaniel's signing a guy he used to coach deal here so Man, I, don't, I don't love throwing 11 million a year he, to Kobe Myers. he was yeah, ranked definitely. as the best well, receiver on the did, market did you see the thing that they said the reason why the Raiders signed him is because if you remember Tommy in that game when the Patriots decided to do the lateral it was Jacoby Myers <laughs> that threw it yeah yeah, yeah. that was yeah. caught right bonus, by the Raiders line bonus for him. <laughs> so they were saying like they're like this is the real reason why they signed him that was so bizarre that, that was yeah <laughs> yeah, it was a bonehead play. <laughs> His interview was funny too. I forget what he said, but it was something. It was very just like, I don't know. He was yeah. just honest about it. Like, yeah, I fucked up. Brain fart, right? Um, but we have Juju Smith Schuster is going to oh, replace him. Saying? Same deal, three or thirty-three million. So who in New England? He's going to yeah. New England. So I think that's an upgrade for New England. I'd rather have Juju than. Oh, I, I agree. We will see. Mac Jones. What do you think of Mac Jones? not much yeah right it's just he's, another one you know, of these yeah, guys that's I like agree. i don't i'm not too big on him i do think it did hurt um losing mcdaniels for him like he had yes, a definitely. he had right. a solid season as a rookie and it's like oh if he gets 20 percent better but like instead he's got 50 percent worse so yeah um, and his his season as a rookie was great but it was very measured yeah he did, like they didn't put him in any bad situations you know what i mean like it wasn't he wasn't out there winging the ball around, you know. They they were running a lot, screens. They were, you know, very very short stuff. Very make him look good, not make him look good, but not look bad, you know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Mac Jones. Yeah, I think this is a big year for him. I got to see more out of him. But they really screwed up with their whole receiver situation and everything. They paid the two tight ends like forty million dollars or something, and didn't work out. Um, next up, we got Cameron Sutton uh, from the Steelers leaving for the Lions. So. Lions are, are are building stuff. Um, he's getting three years, thirty three million, so double digit per year. Uh, Draymond Jones of the Broncos going to Seattle, three years, fifty one million. Uh, but then the Broncos are replacing him with Zach Allen of the Cardinals for a very similar deal, three or forty six. So the Cardinals are a mess too. Yeah, oh, I think the Cardinals mess. are going to let anyone go that wants to go. Um, Hopkins, I'm sure, will be traded well, at some point. Yeah. So. If I was Hopkins, I'd get out of there. Yeah, I think he want, I think he's trying to get out of there. I think or. I'll tell you what, I, I didn't watch a whole lot of Kyler Murray until this year, and I had him on a fantasy team this year. He stinks. He's terrible. <laughs> he was definitely I mean, better. I know he got hurt. Yeah, I mean, I know he, weird two, year. three years ago, I think he, he was just pretty not, solid. I don't know, man. I, he's small. He doesn't make good decisions. Like, well, he's also if he's got not that, running for 100 yards, you're not going to win. The, the, you know? the best so. thing about him, though, is they've got those trends with him that when the Call of Duties come out, the new Call of Duties, he always struggles because <laughs> yeah, he's, he's admitted that he's, he's addicted to playing Call of Duty and like video games. That's crazy. And you see it a lot of times now with the younger players. I mean, DeAndre Ayton has like, had like the same issue over with the Suns. These guys, it, it takes them away from wanting to go like, you know, have like a Kobe and Jordan ethic of like, Wanting yeah. to live in the gym when these guys want to just rather sit on their couch and put on their headset and play video games against people. All too real. It's wild. Yeah, it is. Think of where I would be in my career. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't <laughs> oh. know. Maybe you'd be, you know, you'd probably be a, a you know, keen to your craft, Andy. If you had to be, if you were getting paid to play basketball, you'd, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you don't let video games get in the way of your real job, do you? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Andy would be running Google. Yeah, I could be at the <laughs> office all, all day long. Uh, only a few more deals here. Uh, Dalvin Tomlinson, defensive lineman, going to the Browns. Browns had the worst run defense. They needed to, to bring, bring in some big guys. Which is impressive. Or run defense, you said. Yeah. Okay. The run offense is fun. I was going to say, yeah, because Nick Chubb had a yeah. phenomenal this season, but I got yeah. – Nick Chubb looks yeah. good. Yeah, he does. We've got Von Bell going to the Panthers. Uh, no, there was no contract, Ooh. but this is the other safety in Cincinnati. So both starting safeties are are, are leaving, um, and I think that's part of that thing. It's just Cincinnati is going to start bleeding talent over the next couple of years. Same thing with the Eagles, same thing with the Chargers. Well, that's just what happens. You have a it very just, small window. Yeah, and that's – that's too many players on the team that you have to – and everybody wants to pay the quarterback. Yeah, that's what's paying, frustrating yeah. about the Chiefs winning a Super Bowl – in the first year of the Mahomes extension huh. is like, well, shit, they already got through that part of it. So, and the crazy thing is that they lose Tyree kill. And what do they do that very next season? That very season of is they win the super bowl. <laughs> yeah. He's fantastic oh, too. Did you see way. him run that 60 yard dash recently? No, uh, I didn't. it was absurd. Yeah, he I'm, made these other fast people look slow. It was ridiculous. I, I think I thought like most people, that Tyreek Hill was a product of the system mm-hmm. in Kansas City. Like I knew he was talented and very fast, obviously, but I I thought you know all right he's gonna he's gonna leave. No, but, a lot of people did. You know, Just look at the won't, fantasy. We'll see what you know, and especially in Miami too. Like Tua, I was like I don't know, man. My, Can Tua get him the ball? He was fantastic. Yeah, my my dad and I, mean, I think we got him in like I want to say the fourth round in our fantasy league, and he went from like you know number one, number two receiver a, a year before to. Number like yeah. 13, 14, where people forgot about him. And all of a sudden, it's yeah. like, guess what? When you open your fantasy book come August this year or whatever, he's going to be like number two or three or top three for sure. I got in my fantasy league, 10 team league, I had the nine pick. I got Jefferson with the first and coming around, I got Tyreek. Yeah, Hill. I mean, Jefferson's probably going to be your number one. It'll be like one Jefferson, league, Hill, and Adams are like the top three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, but he's always been, I mean, he's always been kind of a feast or famine guy. And I, I, like I said, I guess I just thought maybe with Mahomes was making him look a little better than he was. But yeah, I don't, I don't think so. He's a, he's a really talented wide receiver. Yeah, he is. And the speed. I mean, what do you do? He's, he's too fast yeah, for your defensive back. You can't like, do anything. You have to put a guy way back because if you put a guy on him, he'll just run right by him. So, I mean, he changes the way you scheme defenses. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, our last signing, and it leads into a, another story as well. Uh, Alan Lazard to the Jets, four years, $44 million. I think we all know uh, where this is headed. It's part of the to-do list, right? Yeah, yeah. so uh, Aaron Rodgers did make it known today that he will go to the Jets as long as it everything works out. Um, yeah, that's a lot of money for a guy who's like a number two receiver, a number three receiver. But it's Rogers pretty funny that Rogers said, "Like, hey, here's well, the he thing." Does, but he does fit on that team pretty well, oh, though. Yeah. Oh you've yeah, already got he, Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. I mean, obviously, the and they have guy. Elijah Moore still. Like they, they have. That's a good. That's a good receiver. I like Lazard. I don't love him, Jets. but I, I like him. I I'll tell you what, good. the AFC, AFC is going to be just stacked. It's like it's like the Eastern Conference in NHL right now. It's just like so many good teams. Uh, all all yeah. the best quarterbacks are in the AFC. Yeah, they were even talking about that. Like, yeah, you could even name who like the top three quarterbacks in the in the NFC even are right now. Like who's like, they were saying like number three, you could argue that is it Goff? Is it Stafford? I mean, there's, but the yeah, AFC is just yeah. so good. Cousins. 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 <laughs> he puts up numbers, yeah. Yeah. right? I mean. As long as it's not Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just, you know, you're not going to win with them, but you're, you're going to win games with them. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's the way the quarterback position is now. Like what does Minnesota do? Like, you know, you're not going to win a title with them. So do you get rid of them? We're, and have three years where you're terrible or 
Do you stick with them and see if you can't put pieces around them to win? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely be interesting. I mean, they had a nice year, right? What, I mean, that was... Well, it was I all mean, fake. I know they won a ton yeah. of close games, and so maybe that it won't go their fake. way next year, but... They're Minnesota. But they, they had a really nice year, and everybody knew they were going to lose to the Giants. Yeah, right? they're, they're out. I mean, oh, yeah. Their scoring differential was like... <clears throat> I think it was like... I think it was negative. Yeah. It was like negative three or something. I was joking, saying they're like... That's how like the LA Kings are right now in the NHL. Like a few weeks, a couple weeks, like a week ago or so, LA Kings were the number two seed in the West, like one point behind Vegas and their goal difference was zero. While meanwhile, you look at the Boston Bruins that are breaking the record with like 105 goal difference, which is insane. The Bruins have been playing out of their mind. Although they just dropped a couple in a row, I think. Yeah. They lost to Chicago last night, six, three, which is, was pretty wild. Is that two in a row or three in a row? I don't know. I think they've lost. Yeah. Cause they hadn't lost any games in a row until it just happened. So I don't know if they lost two or three, but yeah. But they're on pace to they're on pace to beat all the records, right? The points. Oh yeah, points and wins. So that'll be good. That'll be good. Uh, but it never happens show. in hockey. Like that, the Presidents Cup, they never win, right? That that team never never gets through for some reason. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if they don't this year, just because the NHL, the East is is just so stacked. Stacked, man. The East is tough. It really is. And the you know teams like the Rangers and Devils made good moves, and then you've got the the Maple Leaves and Lightning that you always have to worry yeah. about, and the Panth- I mean the Hurricanes. Well, just even like going to have to play play in the garden in the playoffs, right? Like you know that team so well. It's just tough to play your division guys in the playoffs. Yeah, no, it's it's going to definitely be a good uh, playoffs. I mean, the even those first round matchups. I saw that if it was like going to end like today, it'd be like Lightning versus Leafs in the first round, and then like Devils versus Rangers, and it's like that's just all crazy. Oh man, yeah, Devils Rangers is nice. Yeah. That should be fun. Well, is that a about do it for our sports one? Well, except for the football, would you, if you're Carolina, would you have done what Carolina did? Would you have moved up to the one? There's so many red flags now with these quarterbacks. Yeah, no, they don't I, want Bryce Young is the story. Yeah, they, they want, want CJ Stroud. Stroud. And it's like, well, Bryce oh, Young God. is the better prospect. Everyone agrees. But yeah. no one no one thinks he's going to last. Maybe, maybe this helps Houston, I guess. Well, because they say yeah. Bryce Young's the well, why size wouldn't you, Why wouldn't you trade Murray. with a number two team then to try to get up there? Why Because you want to pick the one? guy you want. You don't know who yeah. the guy you want. If, if they got their eye on Stroud, they want Stroud. Yeah. And the Texans yeah. are not going to trade out either, I don't think. Listen, I said the same thing when Fields got drafted top five or whatever. Name me one Ohio State quarterback <laughs> who's, been six, who's been successful in the league, in the history of the league. Name me any of them. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Herbstreit's been very successful in life. <laughs> yes, he has. I mean, it's it it shouldn't. It's an anomaly. Like it's one of the most successful college programs of all time. Their quarterbacks win Heisman's. They throw for thousands and thousands of yards, and they come to the NFL. Yeah, that's team. crazy. I never thought about that. I mean, uh, what's his name was a good yeah, good receiver true. for a couple of years. Terrell Pryor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But even R.J. Barrett, nothing. Cardell Jones, yeah. nothing. Hoying, nothing. Hoyer, nothing. Right. You know, just. Yeah. Well. Uh, even the guy who Troy won the Heisman Smith, stuck yeah. around on the Ravens. Yeah, Troy Smith. I mean, Craig you know. Krenzel played like a season for the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> but how is it possible? How is yeah. it possible that that program puts no quarterbacks in the pros? Uh, just Joe Burrow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that Ohio State's trying to claim him now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that that that's literally my only knock against Stroud is this. I, and I mean, Ohio State quarterbacks are all the same. They play for one, maybe two years. They throw for five thousand yards and fifty touchdowns, and they you know they they win a big bowl game and everybody drafts them number three and then they don't do anything. So I, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know why CJ Stroud is any different than Haskins. You know what I mean? Like, what's the difference to me? There's no difference in those quarterbacks. 
Haskins was a complete well, disaster. I, yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest, in rest so I don't, I didn't mean it like that. I just, you know, the, the two years he played That's football. Right. Dwayne Haskins horrible, did pass away, right? huh? So, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that was just last year, right? Or was it even a year? Yeah. yeah. A year, year before last year, maybe yeah. before last season. Yeah, well, so that's why yeah. I, be, I wouldn't be sold on C.J. Stroud. But eventually, there'll be an Ohio State quarterback that is successful, right? So, and I will pass on him, I guess, if I'm the GM. Yeah. But, but I don't know. But Bryce Young is five eight and yeah. 150 pounds. It seems pounds. like if Bryce Young, yeah, I mean, he should have got like HGH treatments in Europe or something. Yes, just right, like, something. If you were I just, six I don't foot, mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind Carolina moving up to get the one. I just don't like that the one is Bryce Young, right? Like that's if that's who you're going to take. They're, they're going to take Stroud. They said so. Really? I hadn't heard that. But, yeah, I mean, I don't love that one either, but I don't know. I mean, this might have been a year to trade down and take the Florida kid, Richardson, and, and roll the dice and, and see if he can do anything. But, yeah, I just – I don't love any of the uh, – I don't love any well, whoever, of the – Whoever gets it next year, he's going to be good, Caleb. He's – I'm not a, not a big – I'm not a <laughs> not USC a fan. I'm a fan of his. I'm not uh, a USC fan, I know. But, I mean, what, what, what do you love about Caleb Williams? Uh, I feel like that guy will will a team. Like, he just knows – he you knows how to play quarterback already. You can't do that in the pros. You can't will a team in the pros. I think he can't. I think it is Mahomes-like. I've said, this, just I've like, said it before, Mahomes too. Like he, will, he will pull a play like. out that needs to happen. Oh, my goodness. I think he's Kyler Murray in college-like. I mean, I don't think he's Mahomes-like. I mean, no, he's bigger than Kyler. The only reason I say that, too, is he like – He's bigger. That's true. Is I, I, what it gives me, and like I'm not going to go as far as to say is he'll be like – the little similarities of Mahomes is like there was a few games I watched where it was like it, it, it's the similarity to the fact where it looked like it would be like a third and 14 and he's running around with like some of his head yeah. cut off and finds a way to some – ridiculous yeah. pass or some flip that ends up being a 18 yard gain. And it's like, yeah, that, that won't work in the pros though. Unless I know. I mean, but, unless you're Pat Mahomes, yeah, right? Yeah. I like, mean, I guess the one concern with Caleb right. is that we saw in the Pac-12 championship game is that Decision when he hurt his ankle and his legs got taken from him, Utah absolutely routed them after that from that point yeah. on. Yeah, but USC was a bad team. That's yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but they, but they have talent skill and, position. No, I know they weren't, they weren't a good defense team. They weren't that, but my point is like, he, I mean, I know he was banged up, but it was like they, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I, I think he beat up on, you know, when they when they play the the crappy teams, he had 500 yards and five touchdowns. And when they played good teams, he had 200 yards no, yeah. and two touchdowns and a pick. No, you're you know, right. Like, yeah, well, I mean, I guess time will just tell. I mean, yeah. I mean he's got another year, right? He's got, does he have two or does he have one? Well, I, I mean, I know more. he's coming out. but I think one more and then he'll be out. And then also, I think, you yeah. know, I'm a big believer, too. It depends where you go. I mean, it seems like, you know, you can anybody can go to Houston and Carolina and just go to die. If you get lucky True. and end up I, on well, a I, decent team. And I do feel like USC, with the amount of talent that they have on the field offensively, I feel like Donald was kind of the same way. Like, I feel like these USC quarterbacks kind of fall into the trap of, oh, I'm scrambling. There's not, I can't do anything. Let me just fire this thing 35 yards down the field and somebody will make a play. Right. Yeah. You, you can't do that in the pros. Like, that's, just, I mean, you can if you have Tyreek Hill, but you <laughs> yeah. can't. Or Justin you can't Jefferson. Normally, you know, I yeah. I can tell you how many times Kirk Cousins did that this year. <laughs> Yeah, like, but if you you know if you have uh, if you have the Giants wide receivers, oh, yeah. that's not it's not going to work. So I don't know, but I mean I, I've been wrong about every single quarterback that's ever been drafted, probably. <laughs> so don't put too much stock in my Caleb Williams uh, thing. But I'd love to see another year where he stays in the pocket and makes some passes and looks like he has a strong arm and yeah, and looks like a pro quarterback. Yeah, it'll be interesting right? you know to see I mean? how USC is this year. Right now, he just looks like a really good athlete who's playing against guys who aren't as good as athletes as him. Yeah. I guess time will tell. Well, is that a wrap Random us up then for sports? Yeah, for sports. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 315 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off Road Andy. Yes. 
Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. And special guest, Tommy. There it is. <laughs> I got it right that time. <laughs> we were waiting. waiting. Waiting to pounce. <laughs> Make sure you thank check. You. Thank you for having me. Very fun. Very welcome. Make sure you check out our Happy Hour podcast right after this. We'll see you later.